COVID? It's over. COVID said, oh, I see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... <laughs> I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. If he dies, he dies. He dies. <laughs> he dies. Oh, there is no one on that Broncos team that I love more right now than Vaughn Miller. That man is an absolute goddamn legend. He could come into my house and fuck my wife, and I would say thank you very much, sir. Man to man? I don't know. The mayor of New Orleans <laughs> basically came out twirling the umbrella like, fuck Drew Brees and his wife. Who would you like, rather have sex with? We would be... I'm an island boy. Hey, I'm a just island boy. You damn kids. Block, block. Oh, yes, Sean. All right. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Just some uh, just some slight tech. It wouldn't be a row one seat one extravaganza uh, without a little technical difficulties to start. Five minutes before we're supposed to go on at the bottom of the hour, I'm like, okay, cool. Ran a test broadcast. Everything's good. Everything's sounds good. Sounds crisp and clean. It's all working fine and perfect. And then I get to the internet portion of things, and I'm like, okay, let me... Uh, let me just go ahead and, you know, uh, get this uh, get this thing, like, you know, tightened up a little bit here. And uh, I go to I go to do it, and just nothing works. It's still not working on Facebook on the row one page. It's, things are very – Facebook and everything has been wicked fucked up around here today, like, internet-wise. Pages aren't loading. I had to go on my phone to, like, load a page. I don't know if it's my internet at home, if, like, my cat chewed through my Wi-Fi wire, like – I, I have no idea, um, but nonetheless, we're here, we're live, uh, so thank you all for tuning in, live-ish. live-ish, yeah, I mean, we only have, I think, we've got, like, record low people to start out watching the show, so something's definitely, something's definitely fucking missing here tonight, um, I don't think it's on our end either, I, I think this is outside of my, uh, yeah, I think this is something that is, is definitely effed up beyond my, uh, my fixing. Oh, you know why? I know why. Because when I redid the broadcast, I know why. Yeah, hold on. Let's um we'll be right back. Hold on. Can I just wait? Can I just do this? I don't know, can you? I don't know. I've never tried to do this. Uh Okay, yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can do this. I've never tried to actually do this while we're uh God, with the f- I hate how Facebook has like this like stupid little thing that pops up like these little like bubbles that pop up and they're like oh yeah like yes, yo do you need help doing this it's like no like I don't actually need help doing this there we go right it's like no I don't yeah because I didn't do any of these I didn't cross post it to any of them that's why because I just I just bailed and was like okay we just gotta get on now and then okay. So, uh, okay, there. Now we should start to see. Now we're on um, Island Boy time. Yeah, now we're on Island Boy time. Can't believe, can't believe you have like this on posted up right now. They're just some Island Boys. They're the absolute worst. I mean, they are. They are the worst. They do suck. 
Um, but they're not the worst, worst thing ever. No, they're just stupid. Oh, they're very stupid. Very stupid. But, uh, yeah, no, okay, so now we should start to see, now you should see uh, this current post, uh, this this thing, this one on, the, on, your, on your regular. Yeah, there we go. Yes, that's you. That's, that's you. I know. Well, first of all, now that we're back up and running, uh, for Sean, welcome back, bud. Welcome back. It's good to see you sitting there. Good to be seen. It's good to be, it is good to be seen. It is. Yeah, you remember Plizzy's been sitting in that seat now for the last, what, four or five weeks? He's he's not. He is ah, he is kind of a manlet. Right, that was all the way down at the bottom. He's not Beetlejuice. No, okay? he's. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice is a fucking legend. Too bad. Is he, is he independent of Howard Stern now? Yeah. Oh, good because Howard Stern's a fucking loser these days. I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would just be a horrible, horrible look for him. He's like, I don't know. I heard about the Titans, and I thought of the Bills, and that made me think of OJ. So. Look at the silly monkey. Look at the silly monkey. Uh. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. 774-992-8702 is the phone number. Sorry for all the technical mishaps. Okay, what the fuck is going on here? Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Yeah, how's it going? Hey, I'm, I'm on the thing here. You can barely hear your boy, Sean. Really? He's oh, all echoey in the back. Yeah, you. I can hear you here fine. I don't know. It's kind of hard to multitask. I can't have the live stream in my phone on my face. Ah. Why do you sound like you're pretending? Let me take a look. Why do you sound like you're a dick? Let me take a listen. Let me see if I can hear the issues here. Hold on. I'm going to self-diagnose on the air. This is very This is very indicative of a good radio show, by the way. Well, my my ringtone. Wait, it comes in as that on yours? Yes, it does. Clear as day. Really? That's cool. Oh wait, you can't hear me at all. I can hear it now. I can't hear myself at all. It's right. Hmm. Well, damn it. Well, thanks, Squeef. Yeah. Oh, I figured I'd point that out. Did I unmute the wrong microphone? I don't know. Did you? No, Probably. I can hear myself. No, you can barely hear him. You can hear him. It's, I'm it's just, just very sounds weak. Like he's talking, it, it sounds like he's talking to the microphone. Yeah, now I can hear you. I yeah, just I unmuted the wrong microphone. Hey, guy. Yeah, okay. It's a comedy of errors here tonight. Um, so, you know, we'll just leave all three open. Fuck it. I don't know how that worked. Uh, oh, you know why? Because I'm used to you being mic number two. But Paul's been using your mic. Who cares? It's so it's fine. been mic. So it's mic number three. That's why. Okay. Oh, so he's actually he's actually talking into a mic three feet away. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's about two and a half feet over that direction. That so. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so this has been a comedy of errors to start. So thanks for those who are sticking with us throughout this. We appreciate you. Uh, row one, seat one. Um, Squeef, thanks for the heads up, bud. Appreciate that. Uh, anytime, guy. Do you have anything you want to say about sports balls? Sports balls? Um, listen, dude, if you want to get a fucking toilet paper roll through the eyes, I can, I can throw that at least like 10 yes. yards. 20 is, yards. Yeah, he is. Can. He is. Uh, anybody who works in corrections gets that one. Oh, okay. You can okay. heave toilet paper I, rolls. I'm, I'm pretty much like uh, I'll shit on Peyton Manning and Tom Brady at that point. If it comes to toilet paper throwing, <laughs> it's an odd. Okay, it's, it's an odd skill, but it's a skill. Don't you fucking forget it. I say, hey, don't don't go get that hot water. He's going. I gotta skim one by his head to give him a warning Seems round. To go, little get him a little zuba zab. All right. I, I don't understand this insider talk. <laughs> All right. Squeak. Thanks for the call. I appreciate the heads hey, up on the, the, heads on up. the sound yeah, audio, uh, audio I'll, issue. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in, in in case it's still screwed up. All Thank right? you. All right. Thanks, appreciate bud. You. All right. Take care. Later. Okay. So. So that's uh, so good. So Keith, uh, Keith Squeefy just had to help us out with the audio issue. Thank you, Squeef. That. Yeah, because we got Sean back and nobody could hear him. Well, and bad. that was my fault because I'm used to Plizzy using mic number three and you using mic number two because you are. Number two. Dos. Number dos. Uh, so, yes, 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call and get your thoughts in on uh, what's coming up in the show here tonight. We've got everything on Wild Card Weekend, which, for the most part, was an abomination. It was absolutely horrid. Pretty were, bad. It was – there was – the only good game was the Bengals and the Raiders – and the only reason that game was intriguing, the most intriguing part of that game, I should say, uh, was the late whistle, which we do have video for you, which I hope will play and come through okay, because Jesus Christ, I told Who the hell knows? We forgot to test that. Um, let's just see. Let's let's just take a quick let's just take a quick listen here. Nope, no audio. <laughs> because of course, why? Oh wait, hold on. I bet you I can fix that. Nope, nope. that didn't work. Okay. You know so, what? The hell. Was you it? know what? Um, Hold on. No, we're going to fix this. We are going to fix this. Um, that being said, we will get to the bottom of these things. Let's see. Properties. Dude, the, the game we're playing on the feed right now, that's probably the best game of the entire weekend by far. Yeah, it was. And it was the only reason. And the, and the only reason it was, like, remotely talked about was because of the late whistle, which it's kind of stupid that you can't hear it because you can't hear the whistle in the video. You could hear the whistle in the Just video. Just like clip. the NFL refs. I played it earlier, and it worked fine. I'm so mad at this thing right Just now. Just like New York. They I should have never, ever, like, whenever, rule number one I always have about this show. Don't restart your computer. Never restart the computer before the show. Like, just never do it. Just don't do it because it things never, ever just pop back the way that they're supposed to be. Yeah. And I made that mistake, and I did because for whatever reason, the internet was acting fucking weird here. Like, things were just acting a fool. Um, but we'll give you the clips. We'll give you our thoughts on the Bengals and the, and the Raiders. We'll get into the Bills and the Patriots, the Chiefs and the Steelers, RIP and peace, Ben Roethlisberger. Is that official, uh, though? It's the Steelers, according, according to reports today, the Steelers are moving on as if Big Ben is uh, retiring. So I mean, should they, though? Yes, they should. Did you see the way Big Ben played this year? He's been playing like that for like two years now. It's the exact same. Okay, they could hear the game audio. Apparently, they could hear the game audio fine. So ah. 
Okay, we can't hear it, but that's <laughs> right, fine. Whatever. Okay, whatever. We'll just we'll roll with that. That's fine. So you know what that tells me? That tells me on my end, it's something to do with my controls and my headphones, uh, which is always a fucking fun thing to to have to deal with. So yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll. I mean, will we? Will we be fine? I don't know. We'll we'll find out. We'll find out if we are fine. Uh, but anyway, so Sean, let's just dive right into it, man. Um, let's get into. Some of this stuff that was going on this weekend. Do you want to do the first game, which you, was the best game of the weekend? Uh, you want to? Do you want to start off with the the Raiders and the Bengals? Yeah. Okay. Think, let's start with the Raiders and the Bengals. I think if Patriots fans are in here, they're either going to do one of two things: a, turn it off because they don't want to hear it, or b, they're going to hang around because they want to talk about it and bitch about it. So true. One of the two. True. Because there is, and you do have a lot. To, while you you do have some things to complain about as Patriot fans. I'm going to say this. You have nothing to bitch about. Very minimal. And if you are bitching about it, I'm going to wag my finger in your face and say, shame on you, you spoiled fuck. Oh, this is the game I wanted. Like, I wanted to face the Bills for one of two reasons. One, you shouldn't have been here anyway. Mm -hmm. So you either go all in and you beat your rival that's been mocking you all year, Mm -hmm. or you go in there and get smoked like you did, and that's the outcome. And that was it. But hell, you're playing with house money. Yeah. You, you You can't just be like Black 17 every single time and keep hitting and be like, I'm going to do it one more time. Eventually, don't, that wheel's not going to hit it. Don't you talk to me about putting I money know. on Black 17. That was one time eight years ago now. I know. Shit. That was a long time ago. It was 2014. T- 2014. Mm-hmm. That was the- Eight uh, years ago. Yeah. Shit. Because all the memories started popping up on my Facebook the other day yeah, for yeah, that yeah, trip. Yeah, 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 I was like, oh, yeah, remember that time Sean cost me $3,600? Yeah, that was awesome. Good times that time. Could have paid for the whole cruise right there. I mean- Sean wouldn't let me, though. He was like, no. He's like, sir, as your financial advisor, I'm going to advise you against that. I said, my man, you've been playing Black 17 for like 50 hands. The odds are not in your favor. You're like, you're right. Black 17. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, no. And then the best part about that was I looked at you, and you looked right at me, and you said, it's not going to come out two times in a row. No. Don't do it. It's it, not coming it out didn't. two in a row. And it didn't, so you saved me there. Uh, but nonetheless, all right. Let's talk about. Speaking of gambling, we'll get. To, let's we'll save the Patriots talk for the second uh, for the bottom uh, second half of the show. I wish there was alcohol in this. Dude, I can I can make that I can make that a dream come no, true for you. I don't, don't want to die. I can. <laughs> what? It's just like it's like drinking like a low rent. You would, four pull, you would pour the whole thing out and just fill it with vodka. No. No. I would make a vodka drink and then use that as a splash. Yeah. There you, you know? go. Yeah. That's how you do it, Sean. Come on, you know. You haven't even seen Le Fontaine Fats in its final form no, yet. No, no. I'll show you after the show. Yeah, by the time the end of the show comes out, I'd be Bill's Mafia just throwing something right through the table. Just dropping, dropping dicks on your table, um, which the Bills did. We'll get into that, Oh, too. my God. That that fan base is disturbed. I love it. It's so Fucking gross. It, dude. Like, I don't know what fan base decided, like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to sneak in dildos. Constantly. And now it's just becoming a thing. Like, it is. Which is just awesome, which makes me so happy. about. And they're me- never small. They're gigantic they're every just- single time. <laughs> like, We'll get into that in I, a minute. But, but no, I'm talking about right now. Someone is wedging <laughs> that between the cheeks of that ass sneaking it into the stadium because there is no way they're just allowing dildos to be brought in like swords. It's like that, that video of that guy on Cops. Where he's like, he's pat searching. He's like, what's this? What's this radio? What's this radio? He's like, my penis. He's like, that's your penis. Okay. <laughs> and the cop's like, and this? That's my penis. Yeah, that's, oh. That, oh, my <laughs> fault. Um, so anyway, Raiders, Raiders Bengals, um, the only close game of the week. It was a good game, to be honest with you. It was a good game because the Raiders did have a chance to go down and tie the game at the end. Yep. Uh, my initial thoughts when I was watching this game, though, Sean, and we've talked about this before on this show plenty of times. What you saw out of the Raiders with Derek Carr 
That's as good as it's ever going to get for them. That was the best he's played all year. That was the best they're ever going to be. That's the farthest they're ever going to go. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, Raiders fans, because but the, 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 the fact of the matter is you've been holding Derek Carr back for the last eight years. I don't necessarily agree with that. But they haven't put a team around him. No, because the last, the last regime who they just completely got rid of did not like him. True. And then now that you saw him at his best against the Chargers, which fucking wild. I'm sorry I missed that. That game was incredible. That, I was up. I was, I was on Twitter. I was like, I can't even believe this shit is happening. I'm like, again? And then can we go to that game for two seconds? Sure. I was in here last week. And then to find out after the game and you see all the players of the Chargers go up to the Raiders – and I think it was the – who's the running back for the Chargers that everyone had in their fantasy teams this year? Uh, the multi-purpose guy. I can't think of – his name escapes me right now. Eckler? Eckler. Austin Eckler. Eckler asked the, uh, the defensive lineman, hey, did you guys – you know, were you guys going to kneel? And he goes – he has his mouth covered, but he tells him – he told the media after. He goes, I told him we were going to kneel it out. And yep. then when you guys took the timeout, we changed our mind. Just said, fuck it. We'll just try to beat him. And he was just like, oh. Yes, and yeah. because they had nothing to lose. They're like, if we missed a field goal – we both go in the playoffs. If we hit the field goal, we send you guys home. So I was at that point, and if, if you listen to last week's show, you'll hear uh, that I was I was one of the people that said that the the Raiders were extremely foolish for doing that. They should have just taken the knee. You have a one hundred percent chance, or a ninety nine point nine percent chance of advancing to the playoffs if you take the knee. No matter what that percentage is. No, it was a hundred percent. It well, you can always fumble a snap on a knee or something crazy, and you have a you have a you okay. know, a Herm Edwards, you know, um, metal music uh, miracle in the Meadowlands type situation. That being said, it's ninety nine point nine nine percent that you're going to the playoffs. You're almost guaranteed to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, are you seeing the comments on the row one seat page? Yeah, okay, because yeah, 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 I'm not seeing comments on. Ours. You got you got to like go away and come back. It refreshes it. Okay. I don't know why it does that. Let me see if I can. Uh... Okay, there we go. All right, good, good, good. All right. Uh, yeah, because I didn't want to uh, – I, I, I don't see the comments sometimes, and I don't know why. It's because um, it's the way Facebook loads comments. It's weird. Yeah, comment, Facebook sucks, dude. I'm so over Facebook, but that's another topic for another day. Um, that being said, that game – the Raiders should – the Raiders, like, like Bianaccia? Bianaccia? No idea. He's I, gone, though. He should be. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take him on my team as a special teams coach in a heartbeat. But as a head coach, nope. that was one of the dumbest decisions anyone has made all year. You know what that you was? Had, that, was that, that was a Raiders fan making that judgment call. Yes. You're going to call a timeout. We're going to beat your ass. That that was, was, it was like a weird gut judge call. And and shame on Staley for calling the timeout, too. Like, you should have just like, let it run, dude. Like, you just got to know if you take the knee, if they take the knee, you're in the playoffs, too. I like Why Staley are you calling the timeout? Like, what did you think they were going to do? Like, you think they were going to think about it and be like, hmm. He thought they were going to throw a bomb. He thought they were going to throw a bomb and try to beat them in the last second. That's what he said. <sighs> I don't like that idea, that thought process. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. What's up, daddies? What up? What's going on? All right. Uh, okay. So Sean, Sean took my, my, my Facebook to a little too personal. I, wait, say that like, again. You sound, you sound muffled there for a second. I did what? Um, I'm in my basement. Oh, okay. You torturing somebody down there? What's, what's going on? No, it's like my man cave-ish area. Oh, okay. Uh, I said, John, you took my you took my Facebook post. Look, Pancho, rightfully so. What? I took your what? <laughs> took my Facebook post. Yep. 
a little personal. No, no, it wasn't personal at all. I'm just bringing you facts because you, you gave something that was statistically wrong and not factual. You're giving me computer-generated numbers saying that he's the fifth-best quarterback to ever come in in his rookie year. But that's a fact. That statistically speaking, he's the fifth-best quarterback to ever play as a rookie. It's it's not it's not even it's not even a debate of like, oh, who do you think? Is, no, statistically speaking, he had the fifth-best year of all time. And if you want to say, well, we played 17 games, wrong. He threw three passes in one Buffalo game. That didn't count for shit. So he played 16 <laughs> games. Cam New- Cam- you didn't put Cam Newton's rookie season into those numbers or Andrew Luck's. Yes, I did. Andrew Luck was number one. And they, but what about Cam Newton? Cam Newton was like you, three. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning did not have a great rookie. No, he had. 20, he, threw, he threw a bunch of touchdowns, but he also threw a bunch of picks. He had twenty-eight interceptions. Bunch of picks. Yeah, twenty-six and eight. But, twenty-eight. Look, I think it was. But all those names you just six. mentioned were on that list. Luck was one. Luck was one. I think Herbert was two. Cam was like three or four. So and then Jameis Winston was the other guy above them who had a great rookie year. But it has mm-hmm. to be. It has to you be. You take Davis Mills games. in his thirteen games and average his numbers. It has to be. He's just as games. good or better than Mac Jones. No, that's not. I mean, and everyone was shitting on Davis Mills when he played the Pats. But if we're, but we're, he's saying he's saying you had to have fit, like started sixteen games. You yes. can't because otherwise we're just projecting and assuming that he would have done something that he didn't do. So for the yeah, sake of for the for yeah, you know for for the sake of just yeah. not doing projections, I, I see where Sean's coming from. That I'm just going by the literal NFL stat page for rookie quarterbacks that started an entire season. That's all I'm going by. And I said he's the he's the fifth best rookie year of all time statistically. And you're like, what does the eyeball test tell you? And I'm like, he's right there with everybody else. And you're like, well, he has he had more interceptions and touchdowns. And I'm like. No, he didn't. He, had, he was 22 and 13, which is like right on par with everybody else. And you're like, well, his yardage is shit. 38.01. Yeah, 38.01 in yards, which is right on par. With, if you're not Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert had like 4,600 his rookie year, which is absurd. Yeah, and the guy's arm is insane. Did he have 46 or was it Cam, Cam had 41? No, had Cam didn't have, no, Cam didn't have that many. That was way too many for Cam. Cam was not like a big thrower like that. It was probably Jameis at 41. But yeah, they're, they're all about the same. What? Okay. Rob, 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 Rob is blown away by the genius of your take here. Well, no, really I gave I'm, him. I'm not, I'm not, dude, I took two <laughs> melatonin. I've had four beers. I'm ready to fuck. I just got beaten. Madden. The one thing I just got I'm beaten, really Madden. Fun, oh, you uh, mad? Yeah. Wow, who loses in Madden? Jeez. I know. I, dude, I beat the team seven games in a row by thirty, and then his brother took the controller from him, and he muted his mic. So who was the kid? Six. <laughs> But listen, I, I'll tell you this. He had 4,051 yards, 22 TDs, 17 picks. Okay, 4,051. All right, I'll give you that. Because I was like, ah, Cam's not a big thrower. Cam's more like a 3,500 passing right. guy, and he runs for a shit ton of yards. But listen, yeah, the he had one. Olsen and he had and he had Steve Smith. And, and he, he had Steve Smith, and he had. Um, no, he had one other guy, too. I mean, those two are great by themselves, but he had someone else as well. But um, it doesn't it doesn't matter. The other thing I'll give you credit for, I gave you a statistical stat where I said, all right, listen, if you had to compare in the last 15 years the stats that Mac Jones put out to other rookie comparables in that, that's the Cam one problem. Rookie year, Cam ran for 706 yards on 126 attempts and 14 TDs. Okay. Just a sidebar. Yeah, I know it's a sidebar. But listen, the Cam one thing—just throwing uh, that out there—the one thing, the one thing I'll throw, I'll throw at you that I said it, his 
statistics. And this is what Rob had a problem with, Joey. If or anybody else that didn't read Rob's post, if you're not friends with Rob or, or me or whatever, yeah, Rob had a huge problem with. I posted a side by side comparison of showing like the error rate, the accuracy, blah 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 blah. And he compares well, I didn't most. Talk about that bro, I was playing Call of Duty. Come on, bro. <laughs> he was. He compares most <laughs> to, to uh, Joe Burrow's rookie season, like the efficiency. Uh, balls pass, distance. Yeah, Joe Burrow didn't play 16 games. So no, he played. He played. He played three, and then he played 17. No, no, no. He played 11 his rookie year. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He played, missed but, the last. But I was just last. saying, like, if you like his averages is what I was just trying to say. Like, that's the one thing. If you wanted to throw that out, fine. No, but when I bring you averages, my averages are incomparable, and and and, and they're null and void because they're averages because they didn't play in 16 or 17 games. Right. That's why I said if you want to throw that out, you're correct. I just agreed with you, you jackass. Listen to me. <laughs> I can't. I got allergies. I got a bunch of excuses today. I'm not fucking into it right now. All right. And then <laughs> and then the only other thing I remember saying with you is, is you said, um, like, oh, he's a dink and dunk passer. And I was like, sir, he threw more, he threw the ball more downfield than, like, several of the guys that, that, that you kept, like, like quoting. Like, Joe Burrow, Justin Herber, Peyton Manning. Like, some of the all-time greats as rookies. He Joe threw Burrow. farther. He had more attempts with balls thrown farther than, than, than any of those other guys. I mean, you're right. He doesn't have the velocity. If, if that's what you're looking for, he doesn't have the velocity of those guys. He doesn't. He doesn't have the big, sexy arm, but I don't not think it really slightest. matters. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Justin Herbert. Shit, he's not I even fucking, um, what's the other big arm thrower guy right there? Uh, Tua, Tua has a Tua has a very good arm. No, he doesn't. Matt Ryan, velocity wise, no, he's not nah, accurate. No, Tua doesn't have a great arm. No, no, not accuracy. Is shit, but he can. He, his velocity, uh, not really. Okay, well, I, I, don't I mean, get... I would just I'll agree. To, I'll, I disagree. I think Tua's got a pretty weak ass arm. To be well, honest, fucking, I don't want this to be a Tommy situation where it just fucking brings it up every fifty, well, I just, 50 I just, five seconds. I just don't think. I just think Tua is one of those guys that like he's he's not incredibly mobile. He doesn't have. A Justin Herbert or even you know like a uh, a, a Joe Burrow esque arm, and he's just he's just kind of mediocre in every category, which is why I think it was stupid for the Finns to fire Flores, and I'm I'm still shocked by and that. Keep Tua, but whatever. I'm telling you, if he, if Flores goes to and Rob, I'm sorry, not the sidebar. If Flores goes to Chicago oh. or the Texans, he's gonna fucking kill it there, and they're they're gonna be so happy. Maybe not the Texans because I still think the Texans have their head firmly inserted into their ass. The Texans is Patriots Back. South, but the the but the the Bears are intriguing because the Bears actually seem like they want to win. They just keep fucking it up. But do they have like if Justin Fields blows up and has a great sophomore year, which technically doesn't really happen? I mean, aside from this handful of candidates. Based on what you saw this year from Justin Fields, you think he's gonna completely turn it around and just light it up? It's fucking funny you bring that up, is because right before we came on the air, Pro Football uh, Talk is talking about how the new Bears front office wants to trade Justin Fields already. Well, I, as I've been listening to EEI all day, all they're saying is fucking in Colin Howard, trade Mac Jones, not a bring in a Russell Wilson, or, uh, I'm sorry, or fucking Aaron Rodgers. Which, I'm sorry. I'm not trading Mac Jones. This is maybe this sounds very biased to me. I'm not trading Mac no, Jones for two years of of Aaron Rodgers. I'm not doing it because it right. goes against everything. Because you purposely went out and got a rookie quarterback, so you can pay all these other guys to kind of build around right. a rookie quarterback. You can't right. completely go against that theory right now and say, "All right, well, I'm going to pay a quarterback forty million dollars or fifty million dollars, so that way we can have less of a roster." No, you need to do what you're doing right now. You've committed to it. That's it. I would love to have right. Russell Wilson. Honest to God, he's 
what you hope Mac Jones becomes in the future of, of everything. I mean, he's not going to be that mobile. He's right. not going to have that rocket mm-hmm. arm. But he's oh, everything you want to be a winner. And, you know, right. but you've already committed to Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not the problem on this Patriots team at all. But that's why, that's my point. But why would you why would you trade Jones to bring in a uh, a high profile expensive quarterback when you wouldn't do that? Well you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Why why well first of all you listen to EEI and, and EEI will only put you on the radio if you're mentally challenged. Yeah, they only put dumb people. They only like there's many, many, many a times I've called in. I mean, for Christ's sakes, Dale Arnold stole my take one time. I called in, gave him my take, and then three weeks later, he was literally using my take as his own opinion. I was like, you fucking thief. No, but I mean, they're kind of white, though. Like, if you wouldn't sign Brady to a $25 million contract guaranteed, why would you bring it in? What would make you think that Bill or Kraft, especially Bill, would bring in another quarterback? and pay them that much money. Rob, Rob, here's the problem with that. They wanted Brady. That's a fact. They couldn't no, pay they, they couldn't pay Brady what he wanted and field a team that they thought was competitive. If they wanted to bring back Brady, they were going to ask him to take a severely discounted deal, which he did not want to do again, especially right now, and then he was going to have to be okay to, with being on the rebuilding and sit, team. And sit through a rebuild. And he said and Brady said, "No, thank you." So Yeah, but isn't that what he's always not not like Sit through a rebuilding year or a rebuilding span, but hasn't he always taken pay cuts to a degree? No, 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 no. He doesn't take pay cuts, and Joey is this ad nauseum, and he's true. Brady can never take pay cuts. He was taking less than top of the market deals, but he was getting paid top of the market. So just because his salary wasn't yeah. maxed out yeah. per year, he was getting insane workout bonuses, signing bonuses, all these other things. Stuff like, that didn't show was, up in his... He was paid, he was paid in cash a lot. Like, yeah, he was always a top five guy. The, he was always in the top five. People say, well, he should have been number one every single year. He could have been paid. He could have been asking for $40 million a year. No, he couldn't have. Sorry. And guess what? He's in top five because right the now. Gap between, because, you know, for the majority of, of, of his career, the gap between him, Peyton Manning... Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, all, you know, all those guys. There were there was Russell Wilson. There was not that. There's there's not as big of a gap between Brady and everybody else as people like to think. In fact, I would say that Brady was surpassed by those guys in a lot of in a lot of in instances. Um, but everybody likes to think because wow, look at all the Super Bowls that he has. It's like yeah, okay, bro. Like you got to well, realize that Bill, team Bill Belichick right now. So last year for the Patriots, seven and nine. Was a seven? That was their teardown year. That was their worst. That was their blow up year, and they went seven and nine. Okay, the Raiders have been trying to get good for twenty years, and seven yeah. and nine is like, oh my god, we would kill to be seven and nine. And then we went this year ten and seven. Then they go ten and seven this year, which I consider the first year of the rebuild. Yep. So in your right. first year of your rebuild, you go ten and seven, you make it wild. to the playoffs, you get to the wild card round. Yeah, you That's get smoked. routed. You got smoked. I mean, the Bills, but the Bills pitched a perfect game against you. Like, what did you really, what do you really want to do? The bottom line is this. You went with, with, you had like Jason Bourne and fucking. Jason, it was not Jason Bourne, it's Hendrick. (laughs) I know. And and Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry is your big three. Those were your big three, yes. And then you, and you, like, what did you really expect? And then Mac Jones as a rookie, like. What did you think was going to happen? Like, did you really think you were going to win? Honestly, during that game, though, Mac Jones was, was the highlight of that, that of the Patriots game. Mac Jones was the one thing that didn't completely shit the bed that and game. Him and Jason Bourne, like you said, those yeah. two are the only things that did great in that Kendrick, game. Kendrick, Jason Bourne. 
Hey, but I will say, like, Mac did play great, but that pick in the end zone by Mike Hyde, that was a beautifully thrown ball. It was just a better play on the defensive player. Listen, oh, it perfect. happens. For sure. Everybody who's ever played competitive sports has had one of those games that the Patriots had last, uh, last Saturday. Yeah, whatever. Where you're just, like, opening drive of the game, and you're like, huh, we're just not here. Yep. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? We're trying. Yep. We're we're but things are just not going your way, mm-hmm. and you just get that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, like, ah, oh, crap, not now. Come on, why now? And it's just yeah. it's it's that it's that motherfucker of an M word, momentum. It happens, and it's just sometimes you can't you can't you can't you can't change it. But Patriots fans, like I said at the beginning of the show, at the top of the show, when we were talking about the Patriots fans, you have little to nothing to bitch about in terms of of the way this season went for you, you have no idea how spoiled you are. Oh, it's the best. And how ridiculously uneducated and stupid you sound when you come out and you start blaming Mac Jones. Oh, we should have kept Cam Newton. Like, (laughs) oh, it's like like every time the the, the Patriots lost a game this year, it was like, oh, we should have kept Cam Newton. I, I almost feel like those were bots. Like that, those can't be real people. They were, but there was people that I know that I know they're real people that were saying it. Oh no, I saw two people that we're both friends with, and I said it, and I was I wanted to comment, just be like, I have, you're I a have dumb a, fuck. I have a folder on my phone of screenshots called "dipshit football takes," <laughs> and one day I'm just going to publish a book. I I can't believe the amount of people that were saying like this wouldn't happen with Cam. I'm like, you saw what happened with Cam in Carolina in real time. Cam was spiking balls like I'm four back. yards away. He had one and game. Then nothing. And then shits the bed. Yeah. Pe- people, and, and he still fans, wants to play next year, too. Of course he does. Carolina fans were saying Cam Cam Newton stole $6 million from us. First of all, people don't even show up to the fucking game to pay this man. And they're like, he stole $6 million from us. Like, who gives a well, shit? You're not there to yeah, see no, your owner's Your owner's like one of the top like 10 richest men in the world. Like, give it a rest. And the coach doesn't even care about it. The coach is like, I don't know. Matt Rule's like, yeah, whatever, bro. I'm gonna. It, maybe it's going to be Sam Donald. Maybe it's Cam Newton. Maybe I'm just going to start Christian McCaffrey. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. He's like, actually, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's on the trading block. Fuck yeah, him. Fuck him. Who cares? Uh, you know what? You know, fuck it. Let's you know, go get me. Crazy. Uh, go get me Ryan Fitzpatrick. We'll just we'll, we'll throw him in the mix. We'll make everybody's heads they'll implode. They'll do. They'll do great for eight games. I know. And then you know, just when you need one, when you need a win. It was like, But Rob, well, thanks for the call, brother. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, Rob. Hey, hey, one last point. I will say, uh, my prediction was five and ten. I mean, five and twelve for the Falcons. Where'd you end up going? Huh? Where did you end up going? Was it five and twelve? No, it was seven and ten. Oh man, you guys, you guys are killing it. It was a fucking phenomenal year, bro. We blew body right off the water. Rob, why, why do I feel like Calvin Ridley is going to be a Patriot in like six months? Like, he guaranteed. probably will be. Like, I feel like it's like Belichick's like mental, Belichick's like mental illnesses. <laughs> Last year of a contract, rookie deal. I'll give you a fifth. And the Falcons play. are like, "We'll take it." <laughs> he'll play. He'll play four games, throw two touchdowns, get about 280 yards receiving, and then they will cut him. No, you know what's going to happen? He'll have a 1,400-yard receiving season, like eight touchdowns. Falcons fans will be burning their their <laughs> they're, Warwick Dunn jerseys yeah. for no reason. <laughs> they'll be like, "Just fuck Warwick Dunn." <laughs> like, why is this Warwick Dunn's fault? I don't know. Fuck him. I got too many Warwick Dunn jerseys. One's going to go. <laughs> They just burn those jerseys. And then the pass receiver had 1,400 yards aside from Gronk. I'm just being, yeah, I'm just being like hypothetical here. I don't think Moss had 1,400. No, he didn't. Um, So he'll have that. And then Belichick will be like, we're just going to let him go. (laughs) 
for like nothing because he'll just walk in for agency. Like, yeah, I'll take the compensatory pick. Thanks. I'll take the third round <laughs> pick. Bye. Yeah. Just turned a fifth into a third, bitch. What? Oh, I, I already. I already found my new white slot guy coming out of the draft oh. from Alabama. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, Belichick's like salivating right now. This guy, this man's name is Slade. Ooh, we go take him in the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna trade up. I'm gonna give him a I'm first trade and a third. Up for this man. Go from 21 to 19. Everyone has him. He's like, I'm gonna make everybody forget. About the about the uh, I was gonna say DK Metcalf, but uh, the Nikhil Harry draft. Oh my god! I, I think at this point Belichick is just gonna be like, you know what? I can't draft anybody of color at wide receiver. I'm drafting all whites. He might. That's it. He might. He's like, I'm just drafting <laughs> white guys at wide receiver. Why? I don't know because I can't. I, I just I, I fuck. He does well. Up. He's like, give me Chris Hogan from but, Buffalo. No, but he needs like 800 yards receiving. But he's gonna do like what he did with Edelman and go to like you know like Southern. Southern Missouri it was, State. It was Kent. No, I know it was Kent, but he's going to like Southern Missouri State and be like, give me your finest 5'11 white quarterbacks, please. Who doesn't mind CTE? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any Hebrews that don't mind CTE? Oh, my God. You're really specific there, Bill. <laughs> well, Bill knows what the championship formula looks like. Oh, this dude Slade. I'm not sure what origin he is. If, if he marks off Jewish or something like that, Belichick's like, he's going in the first. Bill, he's ah. a third rounder. First round. I have spoken. Undrafted. Nah. Taking him. Dude, J.C. Jackson was undrafted. I'm scared what this guy's going to ask for. Shit. He's a free agent this year, right? I know. Yeah. Buku Butts. Buku Butts. Buc- Buc- did he, uh, he didn't hit double digits. He came close, though. He was second in the league in interceptions, right? Yeah. What do you yeah. have, nine? Uh, seven. seven. Seven? Yeah. Last year he had nine. Yeah, because... Trayvon, yeah. right, right, it was last year he had nine. Yeah, but unlike Trayvon, J.C. actually covers. Trayvon's just like, yo, I'm going to get this ball. You can catch 1,400 yards behind me, though. He gave up 1,400 <laughs> yards this season total. I mean, I'm not going to say. 1,400. I'm not going to say I'm fine with that, but I'm kind of okay with that. No, you are not. In 60 pickup games, I don't think I let out 1,400 yards at cornerback. And I played defensive line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm even giving that up. All right. Oh my God. All right, boys, I'm out of here. All right, Rob, thanks for the call, bud. Take care, man. But I just realized I can't mute the phone doing this. That's okay. So So you know what's funny really quickly uh, talking about that is that how Trayvon – that was very fast. That was very fast. Joey Fast Radio, Row 1C1. What's going on, brother? Durant. What's happening? Oh, he's a local Raiders fan. What's going on? Hey, did you see uh, that Russell Westbrook dunk on Rudy Gobert last night? Uh no, I did not. I, I've been. I the only thing I've heard about Westbrook lately is he's dog getting shit. trolled and he's had a really, really rough go at things. Yeah, has been rough, but uh, he threw down a pretty, pretty nasty dunk on Rudy Gobert yesterday. Well, I'm uh, I'm under the impression that LeBron is pissed off, and he apologized to the Lakers fan base and said we will be better. And then they came out and they beat Utah last night. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. I mean, I think it still depends on whether or not AD gets healthy. But, you know, we'll, uh, it's only January, so I'm not concerned yet. Nah, the trade. Just get us into the tournament yeah. and we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, he'll be back. He's not out for the year, so. No, he's not. I just think he's uh, – I think it's going to be – I think – listen, I think the, the Lakers and the Warriors are going to find themselves right in a familiar place. And uh, when all said and done, LeBron will have his second title in L.A. LeBron is going to be looking at the page one of a book. And on page two is written all the guys he actually wants on the team. <laughs> He's like willing to trade away the entire future and draft picks to get like 
whoever's out there for like, the trade I keep deadline. Seeing, and I keep seeing all these articles, too, about how the Lakers are going to be super active at the trade deadline. I'm just like, how? It doesn't matter. I'm like, I mean, I know it's like it's the it's La- going to happen. It's the Lakers, so they're gonna do it. But I'm just like, with what? Like, I don't even know what they have. You're to trading. Trade you're point. trading all your future draft capital. They're like, we ain't gonna need this. That's fine. But yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we're not gonna need this. You trade anymore. Westbrook down for like, you know, a, pe- a package of players, like two or three guys, because oh. Westbrook's contract like very high. Who are you gonna get so. for Westbrook this season though? He's played terrible. Right. That's the only thing. We know thing. all that. I mean, even still, I know it's Westbrook, but usually the way it goes is the team that gets the better player usually wins that deal, you know? So you got to right. trade down for some role players. I mean, I think if anything, they probably stay put and just ride it out. I don't know. I don't know. I know, that, like Joe just said, it depends on AD getting healthy, but it doesn't feel that way. I mean, it just feels would like. Would you say this? If LeBron wins it with Westbrook, is he the GOAT? Uh, I mean, I think whole other argument. no one else has been able to do. I mean, <laughs> he's, yeah, he would be dragging Westbrook to a title. You know what? I, I mean, I, Harden couldn't do it. Chris Paul couldn't do it. KD couldn't do it. Here's, Bradley Beal couldn't do it. No <laughs> one could win with him. No here's, one can win with Westbrook. Here's what else. I'll give Durant one up. If they trade for James Harden and they can win a title with James Harden, I will say LeBron is hands down the best player of all time. <laughs> Either one. No. If he wins with either Westbrook or Harden. Nope, Westbrook, I won't say that. With with Harden, Harden, sh- Harden is just shit in the playoffs every year. I hate him. He is. He's still better than Westbrook, though. He doesn't turn the ball over. In the, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna call bluff on that one because in the playoffs, Harden is just like, I just don't care anymore. Like, Westbrook leads the league in turnovers, and it's like not even close. Yeah, some of his turnovers are horrendous. Like, I'm, I've seen like. A lot of like, because I can't watch Lakers games live most of the time because either I'm asleep or Neither I'm just like, I. yeah, it's, it's too late. But I'll see like a lot I'm, of like. I'm a, I'm a big box score guy when it comes oh, to the NBA. For sure. Like with everything NBA lately. I'll watch some of like Agreed. the, some of the shit he does with like, like, uh, I forgot what was it, a week ago or two weeks ago with Westbrook. He was just going for a pass and he just dropped the ball and then he didn't even go for it. He was like, fuck it. <laughs> and the guy just dunked behind him and he's what like, else? whatever. Nobody moved though. Like, like the Brown, they would like just take the basket. Like, we'll just wait for it back in this end. Yeah, not a well, single it's still person pretty move. early for basketball. So I mean, uh, you know, onto football. Uh, did you guys like the uh, Did you guys like the wild card weekend? Uh, you know, putting the Rams on Monday night. No, I hated it. I would have liked it if the games were good. Yeah, o- only your team. I, I I felt bad. So like, I initially was like kind of bummed out because I had to work Sunday Monday this week. Yeah, which I haven't worked a Sunday Monday in two plus years, and yeah. it like I was like wow, like the one fucking time I have to work a weekend. I I'm like I've got a they it's the it's the when all the good games are on Sunday and and then they put a playoff game on a Monday night they were all horrible and all the games were crap the only like we were saying before the, at the beginning of the show Durant the only good game that was or, or even it was even interesting was the Raiders and the Bengals oh I mean if you hated the Patriots that Buffalo beatdown was incredible uh, I, but it was but it got boring like you weren't still watching it in the fourth quarter you're like this is terrible dude I was throwing darts it was background noise at I this mean, point I mean I knew the Bills where, were gonna you know, win but people that worked the casual eight to fours you know still got to see all the playoff games essentially. Yeah, but I, you, you, you're right. It happened. But the only good game was Bengals, 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 Raiders. Everything well, else. I didn't. Sucked. I don't have a problem with the Monday night game and like the Sunday the, the way they scheduled. Was good. Uh, uh, it was good, but it was marred by bad football. Yeah, and it was like very disappointing. Like, and the fans were like throwing trash at their own team at the end. I don't care what they were Dak not says. throwing it. They, they were no bullshit. The they were fans said they threw. They were throwing it at the refs. No, the, there's video out there. Fans. Chucking shit at the Dallas players as they were leaving. 
I heard it was they, they, they came out and said because after the game they even interviewed Dak. Yeah. And the reporter said, well, they weren't throwing it at you guys. They were. They were throwing it at the officials. And he was like, oh. Oh, well, they're good for them. Yeah, that was all oh, he apologized for while on, the, while on the show tonight, by the way. Uh, I just think it sucks that that's the narrative and and they're not talking about the game, you know? Well, yeah, Dallas well, that's played horrible. But because that's the thing, like when you have a game that ended like that and we were going to talk about this anyway, so we'll just dive into it now. Sure. But like, dude, when you have a game when you have an ending the way that they had an ending where Dak takes off and runs, it's like, dude, you need to take a shot at the end zone. You got 14 seconds left. You take off and run with it. Even Tony Romo's going, oh, no, I don't think this is going to work. He ran too far. Like, it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, they want to blame the officials for not getting up there and having to touch the ball and the rules. But, like. I'll say this. I don't think the Niners get enough credit. I mean, people forget that they were just in the Super Bowl two years ago. This is true. And they were up 10 on the Chiefs with about six minutes to go. I mean, they were just about as close as the Falcons. Tyreek Hill, 30-17. Fuck off. Um, I, I don't know. It's just something seems off. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt during the Dallas game, so now nobody knows what's going on. He uh, has a, a partial He's tear. He's supposed to be good to go. From the, what I read, he should be good to go. I mean, they're not doing anything right now. They're like, you guys want just pure steroids? You can take them. Like, we're not testing for COVID either because yeah. no COVID is happening right now. No, I know. Not you know a single person. Not a single person has tested positive <laughs> for COVID after a record, like, 500-something testing positive in the month of December. They were all very good at, yeah. at the, yeah. the playoffs. So, who do you guys got uh, advancing this weekend? You guys got any upsets or uh... – how you guys feeling? I picked. Well, let's look at let's look at the games. Like, I picked on Saturday well, and Sunday. Well, I picked I picked Rams Packers NFC Championship preseason, so I'm sticking with that. And I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Titans Bills. Really? So I guess you could call the Bills an upset. Yeah, the Bills are already out. Going into KC and winning. Yeah, that's a huge upset. I just think KC can be had, and I think if if Buffalo plays like they did on on Saturday night, I think they'll beat them. I think that could possibly be the, the, you know, the upset, you know, the underdog pick. Because I think Green Bay will take care of business. Um, I think the Titans will take care of business as well. They've had time to rest. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just think the Titans are a better team than Cincinnati. I mean, they can uh, – tight the, the Titans, again, they're a team that can be had as they're well. They're defense again. But and they kind of fell off a little with their defense, but they're starting to – I noticed towards, you know, later in the season, they're starting to play good defense again. And that's what got them to that AFC championship a couple of years ago versus the Chiefs, you know, running the ball and yeah. playing defense. And if they get Derrick Henry back. They did. Well, oh, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. He's not – I don't think he's been cleared to play yet, has he? Yeah, but he's been practicing, hasn't he's, he? Has he? He might have been. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Just, um, maybe I'm behind on. Even him. if he does, he's still going to need a game. Or well, that's so what I'm saying. Is, we'll that, see what kind of shape know? he's in. But then again, it's King Henry. So how often though do we see the number one seed every divisional every year in the divisional round lose? It's only been one year that both number ones from both divisions have succeeded to go to the, the championship games, and that was like a couple of years ago. I'm saying the Bengals beat the Titans. I think there's something to you know getting a, getting rest and kind of like letting a little bit of rust build. And plus, you're gonna put a lot of work into Derrick Henry possibly, and he hasn't played a while, so. I don't know. I, I I think the Bengals could sneaky win that game. And that's my upset would be only the Bengals beating the Titans. I think the rest are Packers. I Honestly, I think the Rams and Bucks are a toss-up. I, I honestly don't know. Vegas thinks the same because the Bucks are only a three-point favorite. I mean, favorite Brady's 0-2 versus the Rams in a Bucks uniform the last uh, two times okay. they played. All right. They haven't beat them, so 
and I don't I don't see and I know I'm gonna get blasted for this and I don't really give a shit, but I I don't see the Bills beating the Chiefs and at KC. It's a tall order. I think let's, it's let's I think, not let's you're not gonna get I don't think you'll get ripped for that because if anybody's sitting here saying the Bills are the favorites to win that game, I think Oh, they lying. are. It's going national that the Bills are the favorites to go into KC and win. That's like a national Well, I think it's it's a it's a na- it's a hot take nationally as being the upset of the week. The game that is most yeah. primed for the team that's not favored because the Chiefs are favored at home. The Bills aren't I mean, the Bills are as good as the Chiefs, in my opinion. They're not. I think they are. I think they're I think both teams are just as good as each other. I think they're I think the Chiefs top end talent is better than Buffalo's top end talent. Um I yeah. mean I guess if you roster one through fifty three, Davis White for the year doesn't help. That's a, no, that's a that that didn't help. But if you want to go like tit for tat, like I still don't believe in the Chiefs defense. No, no, I still don't did believe you, in their did running game. You know game. the Chiefs had the eighth ranked defense this year. Didn't seem like it. Uh, oh, but you know why? They probably they gave up a ton of yardage, which is like the Bill Belichick thing. But then they don't give up a lot of points, so that's what happens. The whole bend but don't break defense so it infuriates fans. Because the yeah. other teams just march up and down the field on you, but then you kick a field goal instead of scoring a touchdown. And don't quote me on that. I could be off with that, but I, I was, you know, skimming through some stuff today, and I could have sworn I saw Chiefs was the eighth-ranked defense this year. I, I, yeah, no, they were. Third. They were eighth in points allowed this year. See, that's what it is, though. It's the, but that's uh, it's uh, Spags. He's the defensive coordinator, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the bend, don't break. Yeah, it's the bend, but don't break. Yeah, and they, they did play better at the end of the year, but, I mean, they gave up. I mean, to start the year... They gave up one, two, three, four. Basically, they gave up four out of five games, giving up thirty, and one giving up twenty-nine. And then they started they started ratcheting it down. They got, uh, you know, the Redskins. They gave up thirteen. Uh, the Packers. They gave up seven without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Raiders. They held to fourteen. Uh, they held the Cowboys to nine. They held Denver Weird. to nine. They held the Raiders to nine. Uh, then they give up 28 to the Chargers. They gave up 10 to the Steelers. Then they give up 34 to Cincinnati, 24 to Denver, inexplicably. And then again, 21 again on 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 on, uh, on Saturday Sunday night. So I'm not sold on that defense. Still, they they had a nice little run where they didn't give up a bunch of uh, they didn't give up a lot of points in the middle of the season to a bunch of pretty what seems like shit bomb teams or. At pretty, least for what I, they, had, they had some shit bum teams, and then they just had the Raiders number because usually the Raiders put up plenty of points on the Chiefs. Yeah, it gets, but to only put up what what eighteen points in two games against them—that's odd. And they don't have like a lot of stars on defense, though. They have Chris Jones, which is phenomenal. He's well, he was the big he was the big move when they moved him back inside to tackle. Yeah, that's when things started to become like. Yeah, oh, we okay. didn't have the firepower for the Chiefs this year with the whole rugs thing. That's where we really went downhill. You know, I, I don't just, know. Uh, I don't, for us this year. I don't know what Durant – I don't know what, what's going to happen with the Raiders next year for you, Durant. I, I, I am just clueless what direction they go in. You might see someone come in and say, all right, let's just run the status quo. Or you might see someone come in and say, we're getting rid of everybody. The problem is I think is just – I think, again, I think this has turned into like a Jerry Jones-type situation where Mark Davis just can't get out of his own way. I'm surprised. I think it's time to be that, and he wasn't like his dad, but I'm starting to fear he's getting older and he's going to turn into his dad, and he's going to just put his nose in, you know? Right. He and was doing great. He got Gruden, and he let Gruden run the whole show, and, you know. And I'm not even uh, I'm not even saying that that was the right choice in terms of the guy, but it was the right yeah, move. Yeah, I know you're not it, a Gruden it, guy. But it was the right. Most of the stuff you said is, is pretty fair. It was mo- but it was the right move in terms of letting him run the show. 
You know what I'm saying? Like uh, just in keeping I mean, his nose out of bit out of his business. This. I don't know if Gruden was the best GM. I think he was a good coach. Well, that's why they had, but he had, but he had Mayock to help him out with that. You've said with him in the, you know, the Tampa days, you know, I don't think he's the best GM in constructing a team. No, he's not. The X's and O's and calling the game. I think he's pretty good. And, and I'll even say, you know, I call it how I see it. His play calling was suspect at times. It really was. So. Well, I mean, it's just Gruden was, I felt like the game had passed Gruden by. The only thing I would say about Mark Davis in that situation was he let Gruden do what Gruden wanted to do, which if he lets the next guy that he hires do the same, if it's the right guy, it'll work out. Who? But if it's, you know, if he's going to, but if he's going to hire, let's say. The enemy. If, I don't think he'll hire the enemy because I think the enemy is too smart. I don't think the enemy would take that job. Uh, the, that being said, let's just say hypothetically, let's say it's Kellen Moore. Okay, they decide to give okay. Kellen Moore a chance. I like Kellen Moore as a coordinator only. I do too, but let's say they give Kellen Moore the the, the reins to the uh, uh, to the to the team in in, in Vegas. Okay, sure. sure. You really excited about that as a Raiders fan, Durant? Nope. No, Vegas odds has Harbaugh as the favorite. No, I no can't. Way. I honestly can't I see Harbaugh leaving but, Michigan for Vegas. I can't see it. I think I think Mayock got a bad deal. Um, getting fired. Also, um, Mayock, well, I think Mayock, like, I think it was, if you were going to get rid of Gruden, you were, I think it was, the writing was on the wall. Mayock was gone because Mayock was Gruden's guy. You know, Gruden brought Mayock along to help him with all the aforementioned issues that he had had with the draft and everything else. And yeah, because inside I had it that Gruden was making the first round picks and then Mayock was making the later round picks, which if you look at it, you look at the first-round picks, you're talking Damon Arnett, Henry Ruggs, uh, Cleve Farrell, you know. Those are kind of like Gruden guys, you know. I mean, he wanted A.B. He didn't want Amari Cooper. He wanted A.B. Those yeah. are the kind of guys he wanted. Right, because he could. He thought he could handle them, but, I mean, not and not, and not for nothing. But picks, I mean, Max Crosby, Hunter Renfro, those are fourth- and fifth-round picks. Dude, I would, I would. Right, it. I mean, in the in the late rounds, the, the 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 Raiders have done pretty well. It's but it's those first three rounds where they've struggled. I want, and I want Renfro. If the whole team's going for sale, how much that, are we going to spend for Renfro? That's why I just wish I had some answers. You know, who who had the final say on those? You know, first round picks. You're never going to hear it. Unless, you'll never know unless Mayock comes out and or, says something. Unless somebody interview. comes out and says something or writes a book, you know, and you'll never know. But I mean, yeah. it, look, it just it is what it is, and you know, it's just my thing with the Raiders is. You know, like, and I've said this, Durant. We've gone back and forth about this at ad nauseum. I think the Raiders have done Derek Carr a, a horrendous injustice because they haven't built a team around him, and they've wasted a what I feel is a top ten quarterback talent eight, eight years, and they've just wasted him. And I, I think what you've seen, yeah, what you I saw out of Carr this year, deal. he's going to be involved in trade rooms again. Right, and what year. what you saw, what you saw out of Carr this year was the best you are ever going to see out of him. In Las Vegas, I think he could go somewhere else and be a piece on a Super Bowl team, but I don't think he is going to go any. I don't think he will ever get past the divisional round as long as he's wearing silver and black, because the yeah. way that they construct those teams and the way that they do business in Ve- in, in Oakland, in Vegas, whatever, for whatever reason, they just don't get it right. And they've had a, they've had a franchise quarterback for eight years, something that. Most teams, you know, 30, I'd say 20 to 22 teams in the league would kill for. And they 
they can't they just can't get it right i mean our defenses have been bottom of the barrel when you gave Carr the 20th ranked defense on the other side in 2016 he was looking like the mvp of the league before he broke his leg right and that was that was the best that was the best year of his career up until this year and i think this year and that year such a bad deal because you look at this year you know you're not selling me on, you know, bringing in Zay Jones, who's a backup, and picking up Deshaun Jackson off the street, and that's just going to be all fine. Like, it doesn't work like that. We all know this. Right. You, know? you, you, gotta, you have to have a complete plan in place, and now the Raiders are hitting the, 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 the self-destruct button. They're blowing it up again, and they're starting at square one again. How many times does Derek Carr have to go through this? This is, what, third time? Who was his coach to start? Because well, he had Del Rio. He's had like five coaches already. This will like, be sick. Jesus. Yeah, because it was at Del Rio. You had Del Rio, Gruden. Obviously, we won't count. Uh, what about was Art Shell one of them? No. I no, that was too don't far ago. Think so. I feel wasn't Art Shell. I, I believe it's five. I believe it's five coaches. That's unbelievable. I'd have to go back. I'll, I'll tell you right now. So he's had. What year did he get drafted? Twelve. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, so yeah, he had uh, Allen, Dennis Allen, and Sperano, then Del Rio, then Gruden, and now Basaccia. Yeah. So technically, one, two, three, four, five. Technically, then, two interim, two of them were there, were Tony Sperano and Basaccia were interim though. Tony Sperano. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this is just this is like an absolute crapshoot for Derek Carr, and when I say. You know, when I like when I say something like uh, like on Saturday night when I said like you know Pete Carr, what I'm saying when I say Pete Derek Carr, I'm saying that that's Pete Derek Carr in Oakland. It's as good as you're gonna yeah. get a game-ending interception in on Wild Card Weekend. That's your ceiling with Derek Carr right now in Oakland. I because again because and it just every single time I say that, three days later they're 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 firing Mike Mayock. They're looking for a new head coach. They're blowing it up again. We're starting from square one. Yeah. There's no continuity. I'll and give now them it's the benefit because, like I said, Deshaun Jackson and Zay Jones, who I mean, I'll give Zay credit. He stepped in and you know did what he could, but uh, you know that's just not cutting it. You know. No, but and, and I'm not and I'm not saying and I'm not saying it's any fault of Derek Carr's. That's the that's what that that was my point. When I and when I said that a couple of months ago, and I said we've seen we've realized Derek Carr's peak potential. In, in Oakland or with the Raiders, it was because the way that they construct and build the team around him. It wasn't because he's not good enough. He's plenty good yeah. enough. Derek Carr yeah, should I be mean, in the playoffs every single he's year. Between eight and twelve, you know. I mean that you know I that's where he and that. that's where he is you know? every single well, year. But he could but be as high he's as in that category. Absolutely, he could be in that four to six, four to seven range. If the Raiders would just build a team around him. The way that you're oh, yeah. supposed we, to build the team. We have failed as an organization, absolutely. Yeah, and years. that's and that's what and that's what kills me about Derek Carr and his situation because I like Derek Carr. I was talking to my brother about this the other day, and he's like, "Nah, I don't really like him." I'm like, "Really?" I'm like, "I love Derek Carr. I think he's fucking great." Which brother, Paul Plizzy? And oh, I'm he like, would he would kill for Derek Carr on the Colts. I think that's where he's going to end up. To be honest with you. Well, I mean, but but when you they think they were one of the teams interested, along with the Texans and Frank, uh, Frank the Giants, I think the Giants, the Colts, Frank the Texans Wright would be would be. In love with him. Yeah, if you I saw had, the Giants absolutely. too. If you had Derek Carr on the Colts this she, this season, they make the playoffs, and they're probably still in the divisional round. Oh, they advance. Yeah, 
Absolutely, because Carson Wentz ruined that team. Like they, I kept he did, and, and I don't, <laughs> I don't even understand how. But we'll, be I, yeah, I kept I saying it. Guy. I don't ever want to hear about him again. No, I, I mean, I said that with him. Wentz is one of those guys. Like, like I told, like I told my brother on the on the show last week. If you had told me preseason, Wentz wouldn't throw a super uh, an interception on the road until week eighteen. I would have been like, okay, so the Colts are winning 12, 13 games then? I'm like, it just, it's, you look at the numbers that Carson Wentz put up, and then you look at the win loss record, and you go, how? I'm telling you, I see it in him. He's just a shit quarterback. He's, he's becoming more of like a Kyle Orton. Yes, he's like absolute backup, 100%. He's just not, if yeah. they would have brought in Nick Foles, he would have killed it this year. He's like he has to have Nick Foles with him at all times. The only thing he would have killed was Carson Wentz's confidence forever, and he would have retired. <laughs> He's gonna retire anyway. Yeah, but nonetheless. But Durant, thanks for the call, bud. Yeah, no doubt, man. Hey, uh, one last thing. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'll be honest. Everything you know, you've said, you know, about the Raiders, Derek Carr, Gruden. I think you've been pretty, uh, you know, spot on with everything. The only thing I disagree is. Uh, this weekend, you said uh, the Raiders didn't belong in the playoffs. Um, if we don't, if we didn't belong there, uh, who do you think belongs there? Or was you just kind of busting balls a little bit? It was a little bit of 50-50. I think the Chargers would have been a better matchup for the Bengals. Yeah, me too. The Chargers, I think the Chargers were, were a more complete team. The, 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 the talent was there. The talent was there. And I think if they had just, if, if Oakland had taken the knee, you know, like every year you're going to have that one team that gets in the playoffs and you're like, Okay, they're Man. here, but they're only here because we had to round out the numbers. Like, like the Eagles this year. Right, like the Eagles. Like they were yeah, exactly. They were like the Eagles. Like, okay, cool, you made it. You earned your way in. No one's expecting you to beat the team that you're going up against. And in fact, we don't even expect it to be close. Credit to the Raiders for making it close, I guess, but I also kind of look at that the Bengals kind of blowing that lead at the end and Saying like, okay, like, why'd you take your foot off the gas? It was twenty to thirty. Like you, you were up twenty to seven at one point. Like, what, what's going on here? Um, but nonetheless, but no, I, I just didn't think the Raiders were a great team. I thought they were the, defensively. They can be, they can, they can be pushed around easily. I mean, yeah, you got two great pass rushers in, uh, uh, in, in, in Mad Max and um, uh, uh, what's his name there? Um, Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe and uh, yeah, and they got some decent players, but. Offensively, like you said, dude, Zay Jones, Deshaun Jackson, like, really? Not New York. Yeah, I yeah, know. Like, this I is know. what we're. It's just Henry Ruggs hosed us, man. I would have, know? honestly, that if was... you could have, if you could have given me the choice, like, okay, who do you want in the playoffs, the Raiders or the Chargers? I would say the Chargers simply because I think the Chargers could have made some noise. Like, I think the Chargers would have beat the Bengals, and I thought, I thought the Chargers could have gone on the road this weekend to, te- say, Tennessee, and actually given Tennessee a problem. Dude. Yeah, I think if Henry Ruggs didn't do what he did and he was, you know, playing a full season with us, you know, assuming no injury or nothing. I, you know, I think we're closer to 11 or 12 wins this year and competing a little uh, bit more. I have, I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know if I'd put that much Henry stock Ruggs in a wide receiver. I know, but wide receivers don't typically move. And, the, and for me anyway, they don't move the, the needle. First year, but, you know, Hey, it is he what he burned. He already burned his bridge with that deal. So yeah. Uh, and that's a, that's hey, a, that'll always hey, uh, be a forever. For what time, guys. All right, Durant. All thanks, Durant. buddy. Hey, take care. Good luck. No doubt. Later. Later. Uh, um, so one thing I did want to say, because he was talking about Henry Ruggs and how he, he thinks that Henry Ruggs would have been the difference there um, for a couple of, of wins. I just want to take this opportunity 
to tell all the Cowboys fans, just I know you guys are hurting, and I know it sucks, and I know it, this is like a really, really rough loss. But remember when I told you Amari Cooper wasn't going to get you to a Super Bowl in that first-round pick? No, 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 no. Not the Cowboys fans. Not the one. No, oh, we know no, the Cowboys fans. No, 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 no. The Cowboys fans told me I was out of my fucking mind because I wouldn't give up a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Let me give up two. Uh, no, I think it was just one. Was, was it one? It one and two. One, well, first and a second or oh, first and was, third? It was, it was two picks. But it was we'll... two picks, I think. It was a first and a later. But uh, I just want to say a tut of so. A fucking a tut of so. I'm in there, too. And ha-ha, ha-ha. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. Where was your fucking savior, Amari Cooper, on Sunday? What do you have, like one catch? Dude, did, I said this going into this past weekend. I picked the 49ers. Okay, I got one game wrong on, on Wild Card Weekend. And two. the only reason I got one game wrong was because I forced myself to pick an upset. I forced myself to choose between Philly and Pittsburgh to be an upset pick. And I said, okay, I said, I, I, I don't believe either of these teams are really going to win, but I'm going to tell myself one of these teams, I'm going to convince myself one of these teams is going to win. I felt like Philly, I convinced myself easier that Philly had a better chance of pulling off the upset than, than Kansas City did. For the first, you know, kind of a tale of two halves. In the first half, I thought I was, you know, watching that Philly game. I was like, oof, oof. Then the second half of the Kansas City game, I was like, well, at least I didn't pick, 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 pick Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because that, that looked good for about a quarter and a half. TJ Watt taking the, the fumble back for six. Dude, the guy on Barstool, the, the live, and I'm like, the, the Pittsburgh fan, he had TJ Watt first score of the game. He won $56,000 live on air. No shit. He was like, oh, my God, I was won 56000 And I was like, what? Like, how did he win 56000 on that? And he had TJ Watt first touchdown of the game in the playoffs. Hmm. It was a random one-off bet, and he won, like, fucking so much money. Well, it was like one to 5600 or something, and he put it a 1000 It had to be, yeah. Just called it a day. Good for him. I mean, that's pretty rad. Yeah, it was, I a, mean, it's from the Barstool app. Of course. So he won his own place at the pay $56,000, which is kind of funny. It's kind of cool. Uh, but I just wanted to take that moment to gloat a little bit over oh, Cowboys fans. Sure. Because every single season, er, ever since that trade went down and I criticized it, I've just been continuously proven right over and over and over and over again. I love it. I just, it makes my giny tingle. Nope. Like, if, and, and, and I take no pleasure in seeing the Cowboys lose. I'm not a Cowboys hater like a lot of these people are. And, again, people all around here always just sit there and say, oh, everybody hates us because they ain't us. No, man. Dude. You don't know hate until you've been a Cowboys fan. I'm going to be honest with you. I expect like, a bunch of people to like talk shit about the Patriots. Everyone's like, yeah, that was a good first season for them. Not, like, the outlash. I was like, ah, people are going to just trash this team all week. And Oh, don't get me wrong. I've been – I'm – I'm loving the fact that they got pitched a per- they got a perfect game pitched on them. Yeah, but like, no, but it's like not much. It's like everyone's like, yeah, whatever. It's like it's over. Right, because I don't think anybody. I think at I think outside of New England, people had more realistic expectations for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at some at one point this season during that winning streak, Mac Jones was the goat. Brady, who always oh, still the goat. Everybody was throwing their everybody I'm was loving him. Everybody was throwing their their Tampa Bay jerseys away. Like, no, oh, what are you what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I was uh, I I was never rooting for the I was never rooting for the for the for the Bucks. I, I I never never get off this bandwagon. I was with them when they were seven and nine. I'll be here when we're nine and seven. God damn oh, it! Oh oh, and for for my clarity, in case anybody asked, because I am the resident Patriots fan. Last year, 
I said I will only root for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That was the only time. This year, 100% against Brady the whole time. Even if they make it to the Super Bowl, I'm cheering whoever it is. If I have to cheer for fucking Buffalo, I will cheer for Buffalo. Wow. Look at you. Put it's on your only, big boy pants. It's you're, only, you're becoming such an adult right no, in front of our eyes. I said, I said I'll cheer for Brady if he makes the Super Bowl once. He made it in one. I was like, hey, good for you. Me, I am still a petulant child. I will never root for Tom Brady. I will never root for the Patriots. I will still kick and scream every single time they win, say fuck them, and deny them their greatness. So people that are like, oh, go. Don't care. Go, Tom, go. And let's watch more Gronk USAA commercials. First of all, fuck you and that commercial. That commercial is. I hate that commercial. Whore. I'm never going to say horrible. It's just that commercial is a whore. It it's is. It's awful. My mom says I'm special. We know, Rob. Rob, first of all, you're fake. You're making fun of retarded people, flat out. He's like, I'm special. It's like that's not funny. <laughs> it's not even funny. Secondly, he's like has like fake valor. He's like, I'm a military guy. It's like you're an asshole to even pretend to do this. And you're supposed to be a high sports figure who's trying to get cheap money and fuck over the little guy. I'm like, everything about this commercial makes you a huge douchebag. Like <laughs> I can't even stand that commercial. I mean, it's I like it because I like Gronk. So I'm like, whatever, like it's Gronk doing Gronk stuff. But yeah, it's not uh it's it's not. But um It's not where it should be. Sorry, but, I didn't mean to go on that rant, but no, okay. I'm totally not But no, but that's the all. thing. Like, see, I'm rooting I, I figured I picked Philly in the upset this weekend because A, I hate the Bucks. B, I kind of felt like Philly was if there was gonna be an upset, Philly was one of the teams that was that that had a better chance of pulling off. I think they had a good chance by any means. It wasn't like I was going to the, you know, the sports book and throwing, you know, a thousand dollars on, uh, on Philly taking, you know, to, to win or even a cover. Mm -hmm. But I figured if, you know, things bounce right and Jalen hurts does one of those things and, you know, you know, the, the, uh, you know, a fumble here, a pick there. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And you know, the, the Eagles could jump out to a, you know, like a, you know, like a 21 seven or a 21 14 lead and just kind of, kill the clock i mean the the bucks had struggled against the run the last few weeks oh yeah so you you, you kind of just thought it, but i'm because on the other flip side of the coin i'm looking at pittsburgh going into kansas city and i'm like i i mean barring big ben channeling his inner tim tebow i don't see how they win this game no i really don't and then tj watt scores and i'm like god damn it did i make the wrong choice no and then i hit refresh like two hours i was at work i hit refresh on the computer and like looked at the score i was like 35-7. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, that's Yeah, bad. but it escalated that fast. Now I don't feel as bad. It was just like nothing went right for the Steelers after that moment. So, uh, yeah, no, it didn't. It really didn't. So let's let's take a look here at uh, at a couple of things. So let's take a look at the uh, the Dak, the Dak run, because this was a big whoops here. All right, and a lot of Cowboys fans, this was the most outrageous thing. People were killing the refs. You had Cowboys fans killing the refs. You had Dak killing the refs, and then you had pretty much everybody with half a brain cell in their brain killing Dak and the Cowboys. So let's just yeah, take a look. I mean, just we'll stop it there because I don't want to get flagged later from Facebook. But, like, even Romo and Nance knew at the time it was happening. Bad idea, bro. Don't do that. I know the middle of the field's wide open, but you got 14 seconds left. Now, 14 seconds is kind of an eternity. 
But when you figure the run takes about six, and then you got to let all the power pigs get back up, get to the line. Everybody's going to get there and get set. And the ref. And the official has to come up, touch the ball. He's just to touch the ball. He doesn't like set it, place it, whatever. He looks in the spot's good. All he's going to do is touch it, and you're good. That wasn't the case. There was not enough time for that. It wasn't going to happen. It didn't happen. And it cost the Cowboys the game. And that is fucking incredible. The fact that, like, I picked the Niners to win that game. Because I had said last week on the show, I did not have any faith in the Cowboys. Their offense has no pop this year. That, that was so weird because at the beginning of the year, they looked like explosive on offense. It just went away from them. I know. It went away from them as Mike the McCarthy? year went on. I don't know if it's Mike McCarthy, if Zeke was banged up, if it was, you know, it's, but where was C.D. Lamb? Where was Amari Cooper? Weren't thrown to them. Where, where, was, where was Schultz? Like, where was... Schultz was used a couple times. He was used, but, like, where was... There was this offense had no explosiveness. It had no pop. And I'm like, you know, I just, I think the Niners match up better for the Cowboys than than they than anybody else and I just I had a feeling a sneaking suspicion the Niners were going to win that game actually it wasn't a feeling it was a feeling it wasn't a sneaking suspicion I knew the Niners were going to win that game because this is what the Cowboys do they get to wild card weekend they shit down their leg and then that's it the only time what was the last time the, the Cowboys won a wild card weekend was I it was, don't know. was it against Detroit in in 2014 was, was that it? the last time they won a, won a? I don't know because they they no I think they won one. When did they play Green Bay? Was that in the wild card game? Um, when Aaron Rodgers made that ridiculous throw, Rodgers to Rodgers, remember the one on the sidelines? Was that twenty fifteen? I forget. It's all it all blurs together. I'd have let me see, let me let me take a look here because too I'm, many similar years. That's a, that was obviously a Romo year because it's it wasn't going to be anybody after that. Right. It was definitely a Romo year. Let me see here. Let's see. So that's it. Lost divisional, lost divisional, lost divisional. So the last lost divisional, lost divisional. All right. So they've lost. They've won a wild card weekend. They've lost in the divisional round every year. One, two, three, four, five, uh, dating back to oh seven, oh nine. So those are Romo years. Yeah, this was this is wild card. Though. Yeah, fourteen was the gr- four. Yeah, this is the the wild card. So I'm trying to think. So who did they beat the last two years in the wild card round? That's what I want to know. Uh, previous game for the Cowboys. No, 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 no. Previous game, bro. Previous. Elton game. says they beat the Seahawks two years ago. In Philly, I think. No, he said Seahawks. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're right. They did. Thanks, Elton. They did. Poor Elton. Elton's like the the resident like massive Cowboys fan, and he's just. Like, oh wait, I'm sorry. You know what it was? No, it was because they got the bye. That's what it was. And then they got eliminated. They oh. So it wasn't Wild Card Weekend. It was a one and done. That's I, I should have said one, one and done. All right. So they were one and done in 16. Uh, that was the the Aaron Rodgers game. Uh, with the, the Rodgers to Rodgers. And then they beat the Seahawks a couple of years ago, 24-22. On Wild, and then they lost to the Rams. Yep. That was the year. That was 2018. So there you go. So that was the year the Rams went to the Super Bowl, right? Was it 2018? Something like that. God, Jesus Christ, dude. This is giving me anxiety that I don't know this stuff off the top of my head. I used to know these things. Yeah, that was the year they lost the Patriots to the Super Bowl. Okay. Damn. So they've gone one and done. So they did beat the Seahawks that one time, Mm -hmm. which is okay. Good. Cool. But my point is this. 
this is what the Cowboys do. They typically just go one and done. They just they find a way to fuck it all up. Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett, Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. It doesn't matter. Whose They're, fault was this? Ultimately, it's Jerry Jones' fault. I mean, he's the only constant. He's the only constant, but you can't blame Jerry Jones for this game. Not this game in particular. I mean, this was just piss poor. Coaching? Coaching. I mean, Dak's got to be better than that too, right? Why? I don't understand why you – I get why you run the middle of the field, but you have no timeouts. That was it's, stupid. Right. It's wide open. And it's it, At least if you're going to do that, throw it. And then everyone – So throws. that way when the guy goes – he goes, he, get, he catches the ball, he goes down, everybody's running to him, like not chasing you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There was a million different things that uh, that uh, I would have done differently. And I first guessed it when I was watching it. And I'm like, this isn't – nope. I'm like, why are you running the ball? Like, I, I get what you're doing, but you still have to take a chance at the end zone. That extra five, six yards that you just picked up that yeah. cost you an extra two, three seconds wasn't worth it. And then uh, the, it the, referee, work, the referee became like that Skeletor meme. He was like, game's over. <laughs> and he ran away. That's all you saw. I thought the referee was going to come back on and say, one second on the clock, like it was an accident. The, the referee, because you know the referee kind of like bobbled for a second, bumping into the guy. Yeah. I thought they were going to say. Well, there was ah, incidental contact. Yeah. Something along those lines. And like, I thought they were going to say one second on the clock, and I was going to be like, okay, here's the one shot. The referee's like, game's over. <laughs> and he just ran away. And then you see Kyle Shanahan like, Fist pumping, Garoppolo's like fisting that porn star he was banging. Like I don't know, like a bunch of stuff was going on at the same time. God, what was her name? I don't remember. Um, but Kyle Shanahan was in the middle of the field saying "game over," and I'm yeah. like, I'm surprised they didn't flag him for that because a coach not on the white sideline in the middle of the field, well, technically the game was still on, is a penalty. It is, and they would have got additional time and yardage. So, I don't know. It was a lot of weird shit. Uh, let's see. Kiara Mia. That's who it was. Oh, you Googled the porn star. Yes. I can't Kiara remember who it Mia. Was. Yeah, Kiara Mia. So, uh, yes. He found her on OnlyFans or something. I don't know. Yeah, headlines. Yeah. All right. I never actually looked up into fall that. You know, I, I'm, I'm disappointed they didn't. Uh, I, I thought by now that they would have been engaged and had a couple of kids. You know, I'm surprised those two didn't make it. Oh, he's dating some, like. Seems Hot really blonde chick from Instagram, like seems, everybody. I mean, did you wait? A fr- all right, I gotta ask a question. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, nope, but I like it's it. It's not going where you think it's going. Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if he's like a hood G. He brought thirty-five people to the game. Jesus, did you see the after, like, uh, like the friends and family photo he took with people after it? No, it was a gang. There was so many fucking people in this photo, <laughs> and he's like, he's like friends and family that rolled together. I'm like, what? Like, did you fly these people out and buy them all tickets in a booth? Like, it was enough to fill, like, an entire thing. Like, Good I was blown away. Good for him. Outstanding. Good for Jimmy. I like it. I, I like Jimmy. I do, too. But, I, I don't know. It's it's such a weird situation there. It is, because you, it's, you never know if, like... They already told him he's out. They already said he's done. After this year? Yeah, they are, they are, they're like, oh, it's on a tray. Well... And that's what's everything's been going around. So he's been trying to God, build up Jesus. his trade value. God, I hope we get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson because if we end up with Jimmy Garoppolo, I will just not be that. See, thrilled. he won't do well in Denver. Like that's not a good offense for him. He's got a lot of talent. That's not. That's not. Javante Williams is probably going to be him and Jimmy, Jonathan Taylor are going to be probably the number one and two best backs. Jimmy, in the league Jimmy in two Garoppolo's years. bag is great offensive coordinator. Goes in there and tells him, 
just fucking stick to these three plays, and he's going to be like, I got you, fam. You go in there and say, you got all these guys, you figure it out. He's going to be like, I'm going to tell you something right now. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I got 45 people in the stands with me right now. You're like, uh, all right. 774-992-8702. we got a couple things left to get to here tonight uh, before we hop off. So, uh, obviously, Sean, we talked about uh, we got – we got into the, the Bengals and the Raiders. We got into the Patriots and the Bills. All right, I, I want to say something else controversial. Go ahead. Jamar Chase deserves Rookie of the Year over, over Mac Jones. Um, I, know, I know in this – listen, I know the popular thing is to give it to the quarterback because he has the ball every play, but I – don't, I don't buy that. Jamar, I, don't, I don't buy that. I know, but Jamar Chase is fucking doing, like, crazy special shit. Yeah, I think I would, I would be completely fine with Jamar Chase winning it. I, I think it's time. Like, he is that good. Because I think if you look at the Patriots, too, like, Mac Jones didn't put up anything, like, otherworldly. Like, I know we talked about how he had, like, one of the top five rookie seasons of all time. Fifth of all time. But he had the fifth best rookie season of all time. Not yes. the best. No, not the best. Not fifth. even. Yeah. And so I think if you just kind of. He was, I think, one of two to make the playoffs, though, in quarterback history. Like, nobody else made the playoffs. He was, like, Right, one of two. yeah. No, Cam Payton missed. Uh, Everybody. Uh, Andrew Luck missed. Cam missed. No, Luck? Luck didn't make it the first year. You sure? No, it was the second year. Wasn't the second year they got to the AFC Championship game? Wasn't yeah, his rookie year. I think you might be right. I think Cam. I think uh, Luck's first year, they competed, but they didn't make it all the way because that was the rebuild team right after uh, Peyton left, obviously. No, I the think they second made the playoffs. Year, they lost to Baltimore that year. They made the playoffs in his rookie year? Yeah, they lost to Baltimore. They went 11-5. and five Wow. And lost, and lost to the Ravens. Hold so on, I'm standing looking up. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, right here. They lost. The, yeah, because they lost the Ravens. Because then the Ravens went on to Denver the following week, and that was the jump ball joke. I didn't think it was luck. So then, so maybe it's luck, Mac, and like one other guy. I can't think. Cam of who the didn't guy was. make it his rookie no, year. Peyton didn't. Peyton didn't make it his rookie year. Uh, Jameis definitely. And did Jameis not. definitely didn't make it. Um, so that's it. So that was no. It. Justin didn't make it. Herbert, nope, did not make it. Nope. Herbert uh, hasn't made it yet. Well, wait, hold on. Let me get the list. Keep going. I'm sorry. Oh no! I was just saying. Uh, I, I just I, I would be I would be totally fine with uh, Jamar Chase winning that. Kyler Murray, no. Dak nope. Prescott, no. Baker nope. Mayfield, no. Definitely. Carson Carson Wentz. Where do you think Baker Mayfield mm. ends up? I think he's because I think he's out in Cleveland. Oh, he's he's garbage. Do you? I, but do you think anybody can grab him and turn him into a reclamation project? Because I I said this about I, I said this May, I have a, I have a couple so I have a couple friends that are Cleveland that are Browns fans and, and we're in a group chat and they were talking about how. Oh my God! Look at Odell, and and we'll 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 end the night on the uh, the Rams cards here real quick. Um, but they were like, Oh my God! Look at Odell. It's amazing what happens when he's not with Baker. Like he actually has an impact. He looks motivated. He's trying. Yeah. So on and so forth. And I said, Well, not for nothing. But like Cleveland is just like one of those places that is a black hole for talent. Like everybody. Think about how many talented people they've drafted and they've yet and they can't capitalize on them. Like think about how much better Miles Garrett would be if he got drafted by Baltimore or Pittsburgh. Or he's, Indy he's pretty or Denver good right or New now. England. And he's really good right now. Yeah. Think about how much better Braylon Edwards would have been if he didn't get drafted by the fucking Browns. I mean, we gave we you gave Baker Mayfield Freddie fucking Kitchens. Oh man, I miss that dude. <laughs> The uh, so uh, the, the not my words, fat retard. 
And the fat offensive lineman coach called him a fat, fat retard. <laughs> like you get called a fat retard by your offensive line coach, and you expect like people to be like, "Oh yeah, he's a good coach." Like, no, no, nope, nope, definitely not. I I just don't understand the Baker hate. I get it. Like people are like, "Oh, he's a bust. He didn't live up to the hype. He didn't live up to anything that we thought he was going to." Okay, fine, but he went to Cleveland. If he had gone to Pittsburgh, we'd be singing a different tune. If he'd gone to New England, we'd be singing a different tune. I mean, remember, Trevor Lawrence a year ago at this time was the most can't-miss you know, quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, who was the most can't-miss prospect since Peyton Manning. So you're putting Trevor Lawrence in the same category as Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning, and now we're looking at him granted. Neither one of the – you know, Luck had a good rookie season, Peyton not so much. But where we – like, Trevor Lawrence hasn't really shown me much. No, even, he gets – Even though the – you, you know how when they're, like, a, a first-round pick, they go to a yeah, bad yeah. team? You can see, like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, they're not winning, but this guy's fucking good. Yeah, no, they handicapped him a I lot. I really haven't seen it out of Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to give him a pass on this year. You should. But I'm definitely starting to be a little bit more his, hesitant on his coach, his coach was finger-blasting, like, chicks at a bar <laughs> through their jeans. I don't think the coach is too... Uh, you know, directed on making sure Trevor Lawrence looks good. He's, he's like, like, really like oh, your snap is mad warm. <laughs> I mean, that that poor team in the like, uh, I'm definitely giving Trevor Lawrence a pass. Like of anybody. For now, yes. I, I mean, agree. shit. Like we just talked about off air. Like, like Chicago was like openly saying, even though they don't have a coach or GM yet, we have. The, so it's basically the owner. We would have some interest in getting rid of Fields if we can get someone like Russell Wilson. They're openly just saying that. Well, yeah, I mean, so, of course you would. That's a, but that's a direct upgrade. So that leads me to answer your other question. I think Baker would fit well in Seattle. Okay, with Pete Carroll. Yeah, yeah, I th- I agree. I think that'd be a perfect fit. So if they lose Russell Wilson, who seems like he wants to view his options, that's what he keeps saying. I think Baker may be a good fit in Seattle, but then again. Who goes to Cleveland? Fucking Kirk Harris Cousins. Yo. You know, Baker in Minnesota wouldn't be bad either for him. I think Baker in Minnesota, I think that'd be an upgrade over. Uh, I would. I don't think it's It's not an upgrade over Kirk Cousins on paper it's right now. Push. But I would be willing, if I'm a Vikings fan, I've seen enough of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you have. I'm all set. I think the NFL has seen enough of Kirk Cousins. I agree. He's another Carson Wentz. He's... And, and I and I see this. I see these articles floated around where it's like, oh, the Broncos are looking. You know, could be going after Car- uh, uh, Kirk Kirk Cousins. I'm like, no, no. It's, I'm no. telling you, it's- the only way they go after him or they grab him is if they whiff on a Rod, Russ, and Watson. I, all right. I don't know what's going on with Watson. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, has said through sources mm-hmm. he's out on Watson completely. Well, and if he is, fucking idiot, dummy. I am just saying, I don't care if he gets, well, you have to, I have to but, cover my face. But, but you also have to see, you also have to look at it like this. They they fired Beeflo and kept Tua. So that means they're in on Tua up there. So why would they be, why wouldn't they say they're out on Watson? They said it came down to, and this is from our friend Eric, who's a Dolphins mm-hmm. fan. They came down to Greer, GM, versus Flo. And Flo, uh, Flo, uh, Flo said, I didn't want Tua. He made that well known in the locker room he didn't want Tua. Yep. He wasn't into a guy, which he was right. He wanted more say in the draft picks, which he was told no, and he wanted more say in the free agency signing. But have you also... seen his winning win-loss record with and without Tua? <laughs> who gives a shit? I know. Honestly, who gives a shit? It's like, okay, you beat Zach Wilson. I don't care. 
And and everyone everyone. And what I, was that kid's name that played for the fucking Saints that night? <laughs> oh yes, oh that remarkable young man. I can't no, remember his name. He was Tim fucking Walk so or something like that. Um, yeah, some weird name. And then a friend of ours who will go guy. unnamed. I Poor will guy. say, I will say, yeah. If you had Brissett start the same amount of games as Tua, you'd probably be exactly the same. And they're like, "There's just no way." I'm like, "There is a way." Yes, there is a way. But Tua threw 2,800 yards this season. It's not good. That is fuck. And it, and usually I had this argument. Usually. All right, he threw 2,800. He must have ran for 1,000. He ran for 140. Yeah, he's not a mobile quarterback. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> he's didn't even just account, not good. He couldn't even account for 3,000 yards of total offense in this day and age. Sorry, that's not – I'm sorry, that's not a starting quarterback. And Jalen Waddle? It's not a starting quarterback. Looks phenomenal. Yeah, he had, what, 110 billion receptions, and yet Tua still only threw for 2,800 yards. Yes. Like, Waddle was half of his entire Ian yardage. Brooke, thank you. It was the day, tank. It was uh, Ian Brooke. Thank you, David. Tim Locke, Ian Brooke, whatever. Who cares? You'll never hear his name again. No, sadly enough. The only but, people that the only people that will know his name are Saints fans that are like, "We love you." Thank no, you, they don't love him. They don't care about him at all. They're like, "You, you, you gave us, you gave it, you gave it the good old college try. We appreciate you, bro." That's all you're gonna get out of it. I so I I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with with a lot of these names. And I'm I'm think Denver is literally. You keep hearing about for the top quarterbacks. Denver is definitely getting Rodgers or Russell Wilson at this point. Uh, I'm positive. If we get either one of those two, I will go straight fucking Jeffrey Tubin right here on the air. (laughs) I don't give a shit. Deshaun Watson, no I hope the news breaks that A-Rod or Russ gets traded to Denver on a Tuesday night between the hours of 8.30 and 10.30. You'll just be a maniac. I will just be like, excuse me, boys. uh, I'll just come back with a box of tissues and a... Bottle of Lubriderm and Foreigner um, comes on. Feels like the bird. <laughs> <laughs> I will just I will go straight Jeffrey Tubin with it. I don't care. God, man, it, it is. It'll be fucking awesome. It's it's definitely gonna happen. There's there is. It's so made for quarterback to just step in and do very well in the offense. There's so much offensive talent, especially when you look to that that they uh, they the, might lose Tim Patrick though. No, the, I don't think they're gonna lose Tim Patrick. You sure? If they have to trade for a Rod. I feel like Jerry Judy is going to be the guy that goes. Wow, it sucks, too, because that's a, most shocking. I thought Jerry Judy was the but second best guy in that draft. Because And the reason why I feel like it'll be Jerry Judy is because if A-Rod gets traded to Denver, they're just going to go out and sign Devontae in free agency. And they're just going to instantaneously replace him with A-Rod's boy. I really do think Devontae tries to go wherever he goes. He, I, nice. I, I 100% agree. I think he's definitely going wherever Aaron Rodgers goes. Yeah. So... If what? that's the case, you don't you don't want Slant Boy? He's available. <laughs> Michael Thomas is like, I'm coming back, everybody. They're yeah, like, they're I'm like, dude, all, you're too tall and you're I'm, too hurt. I'm all set with I'm all set with guys that are hurt for two out of three years. <laughs> cool with that. Uh, but no, we'll get into but we'll get in. It's your and I's favorite time of the year now, uh, which is I, the offseason. I meant it when I texted so. you. I was like, wow, we got fucking smoked last night. Anyway, it's my favorite time of the year. Yeah, seriously, no, you and I love the team building aspect of the, of the NFL. It's it's, I, it's so fun. It's so much more fun for you and me than than I think most normal people. So, uh, you know, we'll 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 get into that as the uh, as the weeks go. We will have a show next week. I will be back from Florida in time to do the show. Congratulations, uh, so. Congratulations on your prenuptials. Oh, thank you. I'm not getting married, but all right. Oh, whoops. Well, uh, I do want to wish uh, Plizzy a happy birthday today, though. That's why he's not here. It's his birthday. Today's his birthday. Wow. So his his wonderful girlfriend took him out for dinner tonight. We were supposed to go, but I completely forgot I had the show. Fresh I was up. like, yeah, I could go to I could go to you know dinner on Tuesday night, and I'm like, wait, Tuesdays, Tuesdays, nope. Tuesdays, Tuesdays. Around why, here or no? Nice why restaurant. Is, do we why know is, the restaurant? Why does Tuesday ring a bell? Oh shit! Um, 
No, they went to the Capitol Grill in uh, Providence. That's a very nice place to go. Yeah, but they're doing like their restaurant week thing. So like they got like that cheap menu where like it's like a dinner for two. It's, no, like, why? 40, they're like, not doing full menu. No, it, it's it's a full menu, but it's like you get like you can choose off like this thing. It's like forty five bucks a person. You get like a oh, what do they thing. call? That? They call that like something in restaurant French. week or something. No, they call it something that's like Prix de la Salle. Oh, whatever. Some bullshit. No, it, has, it has a name. Ponce de Leon. <laughs> The fountain of youth. <laughs> that's the drink you get with it. That's a drink. Yeah, that's what they call it. Like, you know, drink this. Wee, wee, wee. They're like, like, wow, what is this? It's fucking water. It's just <laughs> water, dude. And you're like, oh. God is, damn. That's why Sylvester Stallone still looks like he's 12. Speaking that's of Sylvester Stallone, do you, do you think, has The Rock surpassed Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Yet. No. What, in total movies made? Like, yeah, probably. I mean, like, it's like an action star. Oh, fuck. For kids these days, for sure. Because, well, he's definitely this generation's Arnold. Yeah, he is. Like, you know, jacked-ass dude, former athlete. Like, not the bodybuilder turned actor, but he's a, you know, he was a pro athlete. I will consider wrestling pro athletes. Um, they fucking are, man. It's fucking Yeah, hard. it's fucking hard. But, like, I was thinking about that in the shower today. Don't ask me why. I was just, like, sitting there, and I'm like, huh. I'm like, you know, because, like, I was like, you know, like, what could we, like, what could we, like, what movie could you just, like, remake right now? And you're like... Guess who? The movie starring The Rock, and it's like, okay, that just made half a billion dollars. Like, yeah, no, he he pulls in a shit ton of money. You were right. He pulls in a shit ton of money. He's a big jack dude. He's not like a tremendously great actor. He's good. He don't have to be. But he exactly he doesn't have to be because you're not there to see him act. You're just there to see his rippling muscles and watch him like you know, be the fucking chain link between a helicopter and a tank for no reason. Do the eyebrow. You're screaming the movie theater. Do all this shit. (laughs) Do it. Tell that woman she's a bitch. <laughs> I was like, all right. So, like, I just, I was like, man, I was like, maybe, maybe The Rock is this. And I was like, he's definitely this generation's Arnold. Well, my son's going to grow up and be like, oh, The Rock's in everything. But has like, he... we grew up in like, oh, fucking Arnold's in everything. Right. I mean, when, by the time I hit fifth grade, like, True Lies and Eraser were like big hits. Oh, and Terminator 2. Well, that was, I and mean, Predator. But I'm just saying, like, Predator and Terminator were already, like, well before that. Like, but what's The Rock's movie? Like, I guess Jumanji and fucking I still Fast think, Five. I, I'm still see. I still go back to Scorpion King. Dude, that movie was dog shit. I didn't think it was that terrible. It was fucking terrible. I mean, Brendan Fraser kind of dragged it down a little bit, but I thought the you're Rock talking was about cool. that one. That wasn't even that wasn't Scorpion King. That was Mummy Three. Oh, Mummy. Well, whatever. When, when the the Rock CGI came, was so bad. When the Rock came into all of it, I still go back to that. And then the Rock looked like the Freddy Kitchens meme I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I guess Fast and the Furious is what he's known for now. But like you know, like 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 Calvin and Hobbes or whatever it's called. Not good. Not good. But it's like his second highest grossing movie. No way. It's, yeah, it's Jumanji now. Jumanji blew no. everything out of the water. Uh, That's the old Googs. Let's go, hit the Google machine. I'm telling you, I feel like. Oh, can you look up rock highest grossing movies? That's what I'm looking yeah, up. Highest grossing movies. I feel like Jumanji's up there because that's all Disney talks about. It's like Jumanji. All right, so uh, let's see. Highest grossing movie so far. All right, let's go to number one. So number number ten. No, I don't want to do that. I want to go to number one. All right, number one. Fast and Furious 7. Ugh. Yep, Furious 7. 1.5 billion. Number two, The Fate of the Furious. Fuck off. Number three, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, yeah, told you. Number four, Jumanji, The Next Level. No, I have four, Fast and Furious 6, 788 million. I got that at five. Oh, maybe it's 789 million, and I got... Hobbs uh, and Char is six. This one, uh, number four, Welcome to the Jungle, or uh, the next level. Dude, all of his movies are Fast and Furious. 
Hey, the mummy, yeah. the mummy returns four hundred and forty million. So you you made the list. Uh, true. I yeah. No, Moana. Moana. Well, oh. he's he's the big dude in Moana. Fast Five. San Andreas made the top ten. That's unbelievable. It's almost embarrassing. Rampage made number ten of mine. Four hundred and twenty-eight million. Rampage yeah, was I, terrible. Yeah, Rampage was not very. You good. thought a giant gorilla with the rock, you'd get some, you'd get some money out of that. Yeah, I, got, yeah, I mean they did, Ram, but the movie yeah, was just Rampage, <sighs> Mummy Returns, San Andreas, Fast Five, Moana, Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and the Furious, Jumanji, Fate of the Fur- Furious, and then Furious Seven is all what right. the top. All right, so so all of his biggest movies are Fast and the Furious related, almost besides um, Moana. <laughs> Moana and and, uh, and what, what was the other one? Mummy Returns. No, or... no, no. The, the second one, Jumanji. Yeah. Jumanji is more of a comedy. Fast and Furious. He's not the star. He's just one of several guys. I want something like Predator, Terminator Two, uh, fucking Running Man. Like wait, wait. Oh, he's or, the or, star. Yeah, something that's not a reboot. Yes. Yeah, like something that's just like okay, it's not the twelfth Fast and the Furious sequel where like, all right, this time we're gonna go from space. And then we're going to ride a comet straight down to the Mariana Stretch. So, so it feels like any time like a, like a franchise is you're dying. Like, how are you like, going to do that? We're like, they're gonna, we're going to use a scuba suit. And you're like, oh. So, so let's think of, of like a franchise that's not doing well in the movie made theaters. Of, made of unob- unobtainium. Like, like, like what's getting like, all right, Alien. Alien they're going to make a new Alien movie, okay? Are they really? I don't know. But okay. the Alien's not doing well. It just They just fucking keep pumping them out for some reason. Do so they? they yeah, there's been like Alien came out and it was dog shit. It was the guy from fucking uh, Pineapple Express is like one of the main guys. And it was terrible. No, no, I'm not interested. It's much. not good. Like it's one alien and he's like he fucks everybody up and you're like, oh, I'm past this already. Like we like, we saw queens fighting like predators. Like I don't want to see one alien like beat up a couple of guys. Like, yeah, sucks. no, no thanks. So all of a sudden, like everyone in the box office is like, man, we have a franchise that's dying. Bring in the rock. And it's as well. I hate that. And it's like it's all you have to do these days to like make to get like a high grossing film is just like. Okay, like, what do we want? Like I said, like, oh, we're going to make Guess Who the movie. And he's like, does he look like a bitch? And you're like, and then Samuel L. Jackson, he turns and it's The Rock. And it's like, aim for the bushes. And, and then like, behind The Rock is Kevin Hart. Yeah, I'm here too. Yeah. Right? Like, it's all you do. I mean, it's funny. Like, they're like the modern day version of like Jerry Lewis and like Dean Martin. Like, those two together in the movie, I'm laughing. I mean, it is pretty it's, funny. It's pretty goddamn funny. I watched, what was it, me and my wife watched? It's not Aim for the Bushes funny. No. Because, like, well, that, that was, was really what? Funny. That was what? The other, the other guys. guys. And then what was the other one though? He was in that one movie with um, uh, with Marky Mark, that was pretty good. No, that was like an original movie. We had the he had the Nike tank top on the throwback Nike beater. Oh, that was a based on a true story. That was um, what the fuck was that? That, that was, was all the, the Miami bo- uh, gym owners that got into like drugs. And they stuff used like that. that song. The I got twenty dollars in my pocket. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Who the fuck was saying that song? Uh. uh Phil Fillmore, not Fillmore. Macklemore. Macklemore. <laughs> Fillmore's. <laughs> Fillmore's from South Park. <laughs> it's Ike's nemesis in kindergarten. It was Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. That's Thank nine you. years old now. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, that came out. Yeah, because I was still working at the Bass when that came out. So, yeah. God damn. So, yeah, uh, Pain and Gain. That was okay. That did not do well. But it was a good movie, I heard, though. It was okay. There is another movie that. What was somebody else was saying? There's do you want to take a guess how much that movie made? Three hundred eighty million. You are way over. They would have been really? so happy. One hundred eighty million. You would have still been made them very happy. Oof. Eighty million. Eighty-five. Ouch. What was the movie where, uh, like, somebody kidnaps his son, and he has to like go like? Was this the opposite of Taken? No, somebody. Yeah, somebody said like he was in a movie like that that was really good. They said there was like there's a couple movies, like he he's in a lot of movies, 
but he's not in a lot of good movies. And the good movies that he is in, you got to go find. Like, you, they're not just like, they're not the ones that are just like pow, pow, pow in your face. Uh, Golden Child? No, this can't be it. No. No? I don't know. I have Snitch? no idea. Snitch? Snitch. Maybe that was what it was? I've never seen Snitch. I heard Snitch was good, too. Uh, Red Notice, I watched that. You're right. 2013, same year as Pain and Gain. A father goes undercover for the DEA in order to find his son, to find and free his son. Movie is based on a true story in 1992. I never even heard of it. Snitch. Never yeah, even heard of it. Me neither. Uh, but somebody told me it was really good. And uh, Sarah, I did watch. I started watching Red Notice the other night. I have not watched Red Notice yet. It was just okay. It was okay. I was like, it was it was funny because Ryan Reynolds is really funny. But it's Ryan Reynolds. But like, that's why it's the same Ryan Reynolds shtick that you get in every other movie, where he's just like, I'm better than you, and I'm going to tell you about it, and blah 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 blah, and you're like, okay, I, like which I like. Don't he's, get me wrong. He's just Deadpool to me now. That's yeah, I think. that's kind of the thing. He's I I kind of typecast him in my own head. And that's what he is. So it's he like, just, uh, spoiler alert: he signed a nine-movie deal with Disney, hmm. and his movies will continue to be main, remain remain uh, rated R for Disney. Well, that's good. I mean, he did. Uh, you know, I mean, I think Ryan Reynolds' best work, in my opinion, was in Waiting. Um, but that's when he just, plays himself, yeah. But that's just me. Uh, but no, that and then the other movie that I thought, one movie that I thought fucking sucked, especially given the star power it had, was Don't Look Up. Oh, God, I don't want to watch it. It, Dude, it was just, it heard, was so fucking boring, someone told me. Someone told me the synopsis, and I'm like, oh, we're going to die, obviously. And I wanted to see it because a lot of it was filmed in Fall River. Well, not a lot of it. A, a, quite a few scenes were filmed in Fall River, like on the battleship and the, in the surrounding area. So you had Leonardo DiCaprio uh, in yeah. Fall River. They were all here for a good period of time, like a month or so. Yep. And I was like, I really want to see it. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, it's a dark comedy. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. It wasn't bad. I chuckled a few times, and I laughed. And Leonardo DiCaprio's obviously, I mean, he's Leo, dude, so he's he's nice. Yeah. He's nice with it. But it just, dude, it was so boring. It dragged, and it just was so predictable, and, like, you knew exactly what it was. And a lot of people read into it, I think, too much, and they were like, oh, yeah, it was fucking liberal climate change propaganda. And I'm like, then I'm like, I didn't even bother. Like I didn't even get that far. Like didn't let myself get that far into it. Yeah, but I was just like, no, I'm like, I'm just trying to enjoy a movie on the surface. Yeah, like I don't care about the subliminal messaging. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here for that. Like I just want to see a funny movie. And everyone knows that Leo is big into that. Yeah. And it was just like Jonah Hill wasn't Jonah Hill was funny. Meryl Streep was okay. Um, How's Jennifer? I miss her acting more. She's Jennifer Lawrence, like she, but she plays like a fucking like freaked out weirdo. Like, oh, so just like in Silver Lining Playbook. Yeah, like she like she like finds I love out, that movie. like she like finds out, like she's the one that like finds out like the world's gonna end and like she discovers the comet or whatever, and then like has like panic attacks and like people won't listen to her, and she like has panic attacks, like constantly panic attacks throughout the movie because the world's gonna end and there's nothing she can do about it, and no one's listening to her, and I'm like, huh. I'm like okay, like it was she did good, she did a good job with it, but. I don't know. It just wasn't that great of a movie. I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. I mean, if you're bored, go for it. But it is long. It's like two hours and ten minutes. Oh, I thought it was like two forty. It clocked in. So I bought a new. I obviously I I bought a new TV. Yeah. So I bought the Samsung, the Neo QLED seventy five inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided my wife and I were looking for movies to like kind of stretch its legs and really like watch something that was visually intense. Four K, absolutely. Like absolutely awesome. And I so obviously my first instinct was Avatar. 
because I know it's Dances with Smurfs, but and I know you, how you feel about James Cameron. And I still haven't James watched James Cameron doesn't do what James Cameron does for James Cameron. Um, but no, I watched. Uh, I ended up watching Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, good. Dude. Of course, it must look amazing on that. With the soundbar that we got for it, because we got the the Samsung, like the uh, whatever, HW 850 soundbar that comes with it with like little like satellite speakers behind you. For sure. It was about as close to watching it in the theaters as I'll ever get. <laughs> and it was fucking awesome. Your neighbor's like, God even, damn it. I, I don't even think the movie's that good. Yeah, no, it's, the movie wasn't great. It's more just like Kong 2, Godzilla makes a cameo. Yeah, I yeah, said yeah, that yeah. before, but um, visually, like the fight in the Neon City, Dude, that when they, was... When they fight Mechagodzilla? The Mechagodzilla fight sucked, I thought. Well, but I think Because it was... it was just like... It was so quick. It was so quick and over. Like, that's where that movie fucked up. Like, Godzilla shouldn't have been searching out Mechagodzilla to destroy him. Mechagodzilla should have been unleashed and been able to terrorize the planet it didn't, for the majority of the movie. It didn't help that Mechagodzilla was destroyed by spilling some water on a keyboard. It was booze. Okay. But yes, it did not help. <laughs> They're like, this is how you destroy him. It's like, it's the most evil thing in the universe. Glug, 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 glug. Like, <laughs> not even that ah, much. That worked. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Why didn't, why didn't we think of that before? Billions of dollars. Immediately <laughs> $5 worth of alcohol. Right? It's just like, done. Um, yeah, no, it was not a great movie. But visually, Shit. stunning. So I'm looking for... Uh, so if you have suggestions for visually... Like, like good visual movies. Dude, stuff war where, like, movies. War movies are cool, but, like, you got to watch. And now Netflix offers, like, 4K viewing, 4K viewing yeah. like, which I obviously, as soon as I signed into Netflix on my new TV, it was like, whoa, your TV kicks ass now. Do you want to spend three more dollars a month on, on UHD movies? And I'm like, sure, fine, like, whatever. Dude, so I would probably go, I remember what I usually went to when I got my new TV. My TV is not even, like, as good as yours. I just went to, like, things that I really enjoyed, and I wanted to see, like, Whole aspects. I always went to Saving Private Ryan on Blu-ray mm-hmm. because, like, that beginning war scene when they're getting onto the beach of Normandy mm-hmm. and the guys, that still like holds up and you're just like holy shit. Seeing it is just like absolutely unbelievable. Yep. But if you want, like, I'm trying to think of like sci-fi shit that you're gonna be like, like blown Interstellar away by. was supposedly like one of the ones that people recommended. Well, he used he used um, IMAX cameras. Yeah. For the whole movie, so right. that would look amazing. Yep. Um, but the movie itself wasn't that good, so it's like. See, I loved Interstellar. It's tough to sit through for me. Like, and I don't get me wrong. I have trouble sitting through movies these days anyway. Like, I just, I'm not a movie guy anymore. Like, if I go to the theater and watch it, it's yeah. one thing. But, dude, I don't think I've been to the theater to see a movie since the last time you, John, and I went. Oh, damn. That's a like, long time. Yeah. That was Star Wars. I was that was the say, Star War. Star War. That was the last Jedi, I think. Yeah, that was, I think, the last time uh, I, I went to see a movie. What about... Um, yeah, I'm going to see Top Gun 2 this summer at some point. When dun, it comes dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Poor Tom Cruise. He looks like shit now. Doesn't um, matter. He's in an F-18. I don't care. Uh, another good movie that w- was filmed in IMAX cameras, um, Inception. <laughs> I, I, like, I understand, you know, like in the movie, but I think it was a good movie. See, the thing is, and, and this is where people get it confused. People think, like, I didn't like the movie just because South Park ripped on it. No, 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 no. I didn't like the movie long before South Park even came out. No, with that you episode. always hated it. I did not like that movie from Jump Street. I was just like, no. I'll take Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street. Phenomenal. Oh, those are great movies. I wish they made Twenty Three. They those, fucking ruined those it. were fucking great movies. Channing Tatum's the man. I will watch if Channing Tatum's in anything. It's like one of those things where I'm like, all right, like, okay. Like, uh, guilty pleasure. Obviously, Channing Tatum as well for me. GI Joe. 
No, I did not like him, and that was bad. Well, he got killed in the first three minutes. No, I was like halfway through. Was it? It was the opening oh, scene. Oh, no, no. Uh, G.I. Oh, Joe 2, he got oh, killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, here's a movie coming out with Sandra Bullock on uh-huh. Netflix only. And it's Sandra Bullock writes like like romance novels, and then he's the actor that plays in romance novels in her movies. And they end up getting flown to like this country together, and they're like left abandoned there. And then Brad Pitt, like a real life superhero, comes in and like gets them out. And it's like a fucked up comedy. Like it's supposed to be like weird, but it looks like so stupid that I'd like it. I like Brad Pitt, and he plays like a legit like I'm in special forces. Like I can do all this shit that this guy pretends to do. Like and that's what makes it funny. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one that was coming out that I wanted to see? And it's like, everything's like right to Netflix right now, which sucks. Well, yeah. The, Mortal I, Kombat might look good in your new TV. The well, new I, I actually was going to try, I was going to check that out. That was one of them I wanted to look at, uh, and get a, and get, take a peek see at. Um, but yeah, that was, there was, there was a bunch, like the thing is like, I scroll through like my streaming services Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, meh, meh. Meh, meh, meh. You, you have like streaming South service Park. burnout. Yeah, I know. You get like burnt out. Yeah, it's like you have too many choices. Or, like, you go on Netflix and you're like, oh, shit, like, you know what I'd really love to watch right now? Like, I don't know, the original Jurassic Park. And then you go to search for it and it's like, nope, not here. Ooh, I'm big into The Witcher right now. I know you're not, you're not talking about anything. But The Witcher, like, I'd watch What's on your the TV. Witcher? The Witcher is uh, the guy who plays Superman, uh, Henry Cable. Okay. He's, uh... Jim Caviezel, the guy from the first No, movie. not that guy. Um, it's two. It's on two season two right now. It's basically Game of Thrones time, except the main character is a bounty hunter, half witch warlock who goes and hunts like the problems of these towns and like. Gets okay, but them. see that's sci-fi. Like I could get down with. That's it's badass. Like the first season, if you've never played any of the games or read the books, it's like fucking kind of confusing. What was that? Um, what was that movie where it was uh the guy played the guy? He like he like hunted down Jekyll and Hyde. Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Like, yeah, like, that movie, those were cool to me. Oh, if you like Van Helsing, you'll like The Witch. I, I didn't, like, I'm not like a, I wasn't like, oh, my God, that was so great. Uh, but I definitely liked it. Oh, I'm, I write with Sarah. I, I, like, this season of The Witcher, I'm not done with it yet, so don't write anything in the comments. But I, I love it so no far. No spoilers, damn it. Because he's fucking just a very violent asshole person. Okay. So, um, and plus, he got incredibly jacked for the role. He's already Superman. And then he's like, I'm just going to get even more jacked. And he just got more jacked for this role. Sweet, dude. And then there's just a ton of nudity. Not I mean, so I get down with it. I mean, my thing is, is I always fall back to like, I'm just like, all right. I'm like, I'm on Netflix. And I'm like, all right, everything sucks on Netflix. All right, big mouth. Like, I know, you fall back in the same traps. Like, me too. I, I come home and I'm like, I have so much stuff and I'm like, the office. Yeah. And I've seen it 50 times and I'm like, yeah, I guess 51's not bad. Still funny. Still funny the fifty first time. Only if it's Michael as the boss. Everything else, I'm like, nah, I'm not. Oh, see, I love when they bring in Idris Elba at the end and like. I just Elba, I'm fine. He's fine because Michael's still there. I don't like when they bring in the guy from Robert California. Yeah, I, I like the Robert California. Nah, ones. burns it out. I liked him. He was funny because he was just like you could tell he was just so faking it the whole time. He was just like so full of shit. Like he oh, didn't yeah. even know how he got to where. I don't know. I love the office. It was a great show. But anyway, all right, let's uh let's wrap it up there, Sean. Uh, we'll be back next tangent. Tuesday night at 8.30. We'll be back on time next week, I promise. Joy will be on with a tan. Yes, I believe we'll have a full house next week. It'll be the first time all three of us have been in the same room in uh, Since like October. two months. Yeah, October, so it'll be, be a while, so it'll be nice. So we'll, uh, we'll be back for that. We appreciate all of y'all coming and giving us a listen tonight. Sorry for the, uh, the nonsense to start the show. That was very, 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 very obnoxious, but uh, we got through it, so here we are. And... Uh, for Mr. Betancourt, I'm Joey Fats. We will catch you next Tuesday night, 830. 
enjoy divisional weekend. I know I will. I got uh, Bills, Titans, Packers, Rams. Final Bengals. four. I'm going Bengals, Bengals, Chiefs. Bengals, Quiffs. Okay. I mean, I could definitely see it either way. So, I just hope my chocolate stud pony runs wild for the Titans. That's all I want to see. I guess I'm going to go Bucks. I'm going to go Bucks, Green Bay. All right. Rematch, baby. Let's yeah. do it. We'll see you next week, 830 Tuesday. Peace.